you, and when I defang the viper, trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere. Jeff, I already put you out. I don't even know why you're out here right now. Keep on talking. Hey, 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 do me a favor. Why don't you act like this is an AA meeting and you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the crew? And Mustafa, you out here, a boy among men. And I'm gonna tell you what. You got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. I am Hafiz, and with me, as always, is Devin. Devin, <laughs> we just came off of a heated debate over the yeah. NXT TakeOver New York pay-per-view. Uh, how you doing? You hanging in there all right? I'm good, man. I'm hot. I'm hot <laughs> and sweating, you know, from having that passionate debate with you. But, hey, I wouldn't have it any other way with one of my good friends, Hafiz, you know. Uh, but it was good. It was a good one. But uh, yeah, I'm hot though, so I just need to cool off a bit. So hopefully, with the I think with the WrestleMania talk, we'll be able to cool off a little bit. Yeah, which <laughs> you know what I, I feel I feel bad about that because I, li- I yeah. like the the fact that we had that kind of a heated debate just tells you <laughs> like with Takeover, there's just so much like investment and passion around what's going is, on with NXT and with WrestleMania and the main card WWE. It's kind of mixed. Like on some of the with some of the wrestlers, we've got that same kind of you know, investment and with some of the things that they're going on, especially with how the writing's been going, it, it there's a, been a lot that's kind of taken us out of what's going on with WrestleMania. Even in our prediction show, we kind yeah. of, uh, it was a difference there. When we talked about TakeOver with our predictions, there was a lot of fun and energy and excitement around that. And when it came to WrestleMania, it was it was mixed, you know, and it was just kind of hard to get excited about some of some of the, the matches and the early goings and the kickoff mm-hmm. announcements and all of that. Um, but Hey, well, we'll try to bring some of that energy with WrestleMania too, because there were some some great moments, and it, who knows, maybe maybe a, another heated debate will spark out of some of the the reactions that we had with some of these matchups too. So yeah, um, maybe, but I, I really don't see it though. Right, right. I, yeah. If I'm being honest, probably that'd be the case. But I mean, you know, you never yeah. know. Yeah, you gonna... never know. You never know for our fans. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, let's let's start with this one. Let's get started with the the kickoff. Yeah. Which, well, actually, before we even start talking about the show, so. It was a seven and a half plus hour show with kickoff and the yeah. main card. Did you? How did you quick, approach you this? Yeah, I was just about to ask you that. How was your viewing experience? Like, like, how did you do it? Did you have to take some breaks? Did you have to cut it up? Like, what did you do? So it, it was funny because I, like I said um, on the on the previous uh, the takeover uh, uh, wrap up, I had watched yeah. you know a whole weekend of wrestling. Right, so on Friday it was NXT Takeover. Mm-hmm. On Saturday, I watched the G1 Supercard and the uh, Hall of Fame. And then, you know, Sunday, What? and full disclosure, I watched the G1 Supercard in two parts. So I watched part of wow. it on Saturday, and then I finished it up on Sunday. And then, uh, so Sunday, I was still watching the G1 Supercard, and then kickoff rolls around. So I'm like, wow, I'm going to roll right into this. Okay. So I watched the kickoff show, and right after the kickoff was done, I'm like, you know what? I think I need to t- take a little bit of break because that like exhaustion kicked in a little bit. So, yeah. you know, with having the NXT network, I was able to just 
say, all right, I'm going to watch it on my time. So I took a little bit of a nap to be to fulfill disclosure and then went into watching WrestleMania a little bit behind everybody else. Um, but avoiding mm-hmm. all spoilers, as soon as I got up, refreshed everything, and I went right into watching uh, WrestleMania. And so, um, yeah, for me, it was just kind of like, all right, I, I needed a little bit of a break because I did feel a little yeah. bit of exhaustion right before the WrestleMania card, the main card was going to start, and I didn't want to not have that energy, so that's what I did. Yeah. What about you? Uh, me, uh, I, I went over to my sister's house. Uh, basically, we had WrestleMania over there, man, with, with, her, with my sister, her brother-in-law, her family, man. So shout out to them. Appreciate the hospitality. Uh, it was fun. So we, what's crazy is it rained, so the power went out. So that was a crazy experience. Ooh, wow. So it went out for uh, two seconds that a, a, we had a cable outage. So the internet was out, so we had to rely on, on my hotspot. So I had to stream that over to my Chrome, to her Chromecast. <laughs> so we, we so we started the WrestleMania a little bit delayed, so about an hour. Okay. So I, so basically, give a little foreshadowing, because I'm saying about an hour, so I'm thinking it wouldn't be that bad if we started about an hour behind. Little, to I, little did I know that when we get to about, let's say, what was after about the Batista and Triple H match? I looked at the time. It was about 11 o'clock. And, and you know, just to let everybody know, I got kids with me. So I got my daughter. She's 11. I got my niece. That's uh, that's 12. We got a four-year-old. We have another five-year-old there. We got some babies. So, yeah, man, it, it, it's a school night, too. I'm like, and then, and then I'm all the way in the suburbs, and I stay in another state. Indiana, so that's about an hour drive. So I'm like, oh my goodness. So I'm like, you know what? We got to call it. We got we got to finish this tomorrow, and that's exactly what we had to do. I had to finish WrestleMania the next day. Wow. Yeah, man. So it it was just I think what WWE has to do now either cut the matches down or split WrestleMania up in two days. Ooh, they'll they'll never do that. They'll never do that. I hear what you're saying, but yeah, they'll never do that. It can make sense. You can make more revenue from that, yeah. from selling out the stadium two days, which I, yeah. I possibly you can, you know, maybe some type of pack package deal for for uh, the fans. Yeah, but you really need to, man. That is it's exhausting, bro. I think they just need it to shorten exhausting. it. They just need to shorten it. Yeah, yeah. shorten or split it up, yeah. man. Because but, yeah. but that was my experience, though. Yeah. Yeah, wow, that's that's a journey, man. Yeah, I mean, I was going yeah. back and forth on where I was going to watch it and how I was going to watch it, and at the end of the day, I just ended up watching it uh, at my place. So, you know, I was I was able to have that flexibility, like, okay, I'm just going to take a nap and just like wake up and watch my own time. And yeah, it got late. I mean, for me, I think I, I finished watching WrestleMania like one a.m., one thirty, something like that. Oh um, my goodness! And then I had work the next morning, so yeah. I just oh, kind of muscled man. through it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, because I was afraid of the I was afraid of the spoilers, and you know, going to work yeah. the next day, I knew people were going to be talking about. It, so I'm like, ah, yeah. okay, let me See, just I go ahead and all notifications off. I went my iPhone settings. I was like, all right, Facebook off, Instagram off, Twitter off. You're off. YouTube, you're off. WWE Network, you're off too. So I'm not getting. I'm not messing around. I'm gonna block some of my friends. You're blocked. You're blocked. You're blocked. <laughs> I don't care. And after WrestleMania, I will unblock you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You have to. You have to. Yeah. In that situation, man, you, that's just what you got to do. 
Man, all right. Well, now we that we got our experience out of the way, man. Let's let's go into the into the show. So the kickoff, and the, you said you did you start with the kickoff or did you start with I the main? Not, honestly, I did not watch the kickoff because uh, you know, like I said, I was with my family, and I said that too, man. If yeah. it's worth me watching the kickoff, I will. Yeah. Even though I heard what happened to uh, was it Buddy Murphy? Yeah, against that. I probably still watch it, even though I know the result. I probably still watch it because I'm like, still, how the hell that happened? Yeah, you know, because this is OP Buddy Murphy. But I, mm-hmm. I, I'll probably watch that match. But I'll let I'll let you take it from here for the pre-show. Yeah, let, let's start it off with that one. So, Buddy Murphy, the defending champion, defending cruiserweight champion of 205 live, going against Tony Nice. Um, and yeah, Tony Nice basically went over and won that matchup. Now, for me, yeah, I, I watched the pre-show, but I kind of was like half watching, half like, all right, you know, I'm just like not really yeah. that invested in these matchups. So, but I, that was a shocking one for me, where Buddy Murphy ended up losing to to Tony Nice. Which for me, Tony Nice is it just kind of came out of nowhere. Now, yeah. I don't watch 205 Live like as much as I watch all the other shows, but mm-hmm. I know enough about what's about Tony Nice's character and just like the relationship that he had with Buddy Murphy and the two yeah, of them yep. for a while. So I get it that, okay, since they've been hanging around each other and wrestling to, uh, each, uh, together for so long that maybe they're trying to sell that, well, Tony Nice knows Buddy Murphy pretty well. So that's why he was able to, to one up him. But mm-hmm. it didn't, I don't know. It just kind of felt like they just wanted to take the belt off of Buddy Murphy and just have Tony Nice be the champion. Like it really wasn't that great of a match. It really wasn't the, that great of a of a of a looking win for Tony Nese. So I don't know. I feel like the, the WWE just really isn't that invested in two hundred five live overall in the cruiserweight division. And uh, Buddy Murphy, I mean, you to 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 have built him up, you know, that big wow. to have yeah. him lose like out of nowhere to a guy who there's just not really much. I, I don't think even where they're going to go wow. with Tony Nese from here. Like I I, I just I'm not. I, I wasn't. Ex- I, I had this just weird feeling of like, yeah, just what just happened, you know? It was yeah. just really weird. Um, From the way you're describing it, man, it sounds very anticlimactic, man. Just the way he lost, like you built him up, just for him to lose it like that, just to lose it, just drop it yeah. out of nowhere yeah. randomly to a yeah. guy who's just not. You weren't really, you know. It, yeah. it doesn't. I didn't feel it during the match that he had even been built up as a guy who, yeah, this could actually happen. It was more like Buddy Murphy's having just another match, and yeah. Tony Nese ended up just randomly beating him, um, it just didn't it didn't do it for me. I just felt really weird about that. So I, I feel like there's probably going to be a rematch for Buddy Murphy in it. Um, and then after that, I don't know what the plan is. Are they going to move Buddy Murphy from there to the main roster or what? Because I don't really see – I don't know. I, I just I just feel lost with where they're going with, with these yeah. guys. So that's just kind of the what I was left with seeing that matchup. Um, sure. So – We'll leave that one at that. Um, the next one, the uh, women's paddle royal. Um, it was what you would pretty much expect. Um, just a lot of madness and chaos going on in the match. Um, so what I was kind of shocked by was that uh, Asuka ended up getting tossed out and, and you know, she didn't end up winning the, the matchup. So Asuka basically went from being, you know, the women's champion two weeks ago and maybe having a match on the main card to being in the women's battle royal and then just just losing in the in the women's yeah. battle royal. So mm. that was it's just upsetting to see that yeah. happen to Oscar again. again um, Carmella, why are you doing this again? Again, I thought you learned your lesson from the first time, but you're doing this again, right? It just I I just don't understand. I don't get it. I don't get what they're doing with her, and it's it's. 
it's upsetting. It's upsetting. So, mm-hmm. you know, that too, it was just kind of like, all right, it happened, whatever. Let's just move through this. Um, so yeah, Carmelo went over, which was fine. She, she's, you know, won the, won the, the, the battle Royal, but it doesn't feel like it means anything. So it's just another kind of throwaway matchup just to eat up time, which that's one that they, they definitely could have cut. They could have cut this from the whole thing and, and it wouldn't make a difference. I don't think anyone would think any differently of, you know, the women's division or where they're going with everything. The, the one thing that I guess caught me by surprise in a, in a good way was that uh, Kyrie Sane was in the in the Battle Royal. And uh, so that, to me, is kind of another sign of uh, what we were talking about in our last uh, recording that we just did, that Kyrie's probably going to the main roster. Yep. So that was one positive that I would take from it. But other than that, it was just kind of a eh, kind of matchup. Um, the, uh, let's see the, the men's battle Royal. I'll just go straight into that one too. Mm-hmm. Just to pick real back quick, on I, I was kind of shocked that this was not on the main card. I was, I was expecting to yeah. start the show and I'm like, Oh, we, you know, we got, you know, the first match what we did, but I thought, you know, with Braun, you, this would be on the main card. Yeah. I thought because they had Michael Che and Colin Jost that they would have the celebrities on the main card. For yeah. Yeah. You said that fans. last week. Yep. Yeah. You know, and that, that, and then added into it Braun and the story that they were trying to tell and build up throughout the weeks that you would want that on the main card, but they didn't have it. So yeah, that was shocking too. I, I wasn't expecting that. Um, and yeah, it just uh, it just seemed like a waste. It just seemed like a waste of Braun, you know, and 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 just everything he had done throughout the year to for that to build up to this. It just seemed like why you know why why isn't Braun doing more than this on at WrestleMania? You know, it, it, it just felt wrong. Just like with Oscar, it just felt wrong that this was happening. You know, and then they even with Colin Joseph, Michael Che, they didn't pay it off. Like he didn't beat him down. He didn't do a bunch of moves to him. He just yeah. he, he did a, a right. Um, he hit Michael Che in the face and knocked him uh, out of the out of the ring. And then he threw out uh, Colin Jost into a crowd of guys that were waiting for, to catch him. Like that was it. It was it was, again, anticlimactic for that one, too. Um I think that's probably why I wanted to take a nap because that was the one <laughs> right before the main card. I'm just like, you know what? I, I need to, I need to just, just pause, refresh, uh, and then you know, get myself ready for the main card. Yeah, is this um, is this what it comes down to now for WrestleMania? Yeah. I, I got to take naps. I gotta yep. take a, I'm gonna have to split it up in two days. Yep. That's why I said next year, man. I got kids, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If I want to go do this again, like make this an annual thing with my sister, which it probably would happen because she enjoyed it. Yeah. But either we probably just have to split this up in two days because that's a lot of wrestling. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot, you know. And then it's, some of these, just like I say, it just felt like it was unnecessary. It felt like yeah. kind of a waste of top talent who had really worked hard throughout the throughout the year, um, and yeah. it didn't really seem honoring of that work to put them in in subsequent battle royals. It just it didn't make sense. I mean, yeah. the the best part of the pre show was probably the tag team championship match, um, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins versus the Revival. Um, and who were the defending champs? Uh, mm-hmm. Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins won. Kurt Hawkins broke his winning streak, which at first I was really against this. I mean, okay, I shouldn't even set it up like that. I'm still against it. I'm still not really happy with how the revival <laughs> were treated in this situation. Like, I, I, I'm like oh, yeah, no, no, no. I'm not. I, I'm still not with it. I'm still not with it. But what okay. I will say is that the the I guess for what. It, it served its purpose. The crowd there actually were eating it up because both guys are being sold as like they're New York guys in front of a New York crowd. 
and, you know, Kurt Hawkins being the guy who hadn't won a match. The crowd was actually really with Hawkins to, to get this victory. Um, and I think it's because of how the revival had been sold throughout up until this point. Like no one there really was was bought into the revival. Um, the only pop that the revival got, actually, which we haven't talked about this at all, was uh, based off of what happened at the at the Hall of Fame. And, you know, with Bret Hart, yeah. you know, I think people by now know the story that there was somebody who came yeah. in and attacked uh, uh, Bret Hart. And, you know, that's unfortunate. Like, that should never happen. And, and right, don't, you know, you can't condone that whatsoever. It's a yeah, terrible thing. To the fan, man, you a straight up asshole for that. Exactly, exactly. That That's just a, a terrible situation that yeah. when, I, when I saw it, because I saw that that moment in the Hall of Fame, I was shocked. And I'm thinking, who would do this to, to Bret Hart of all people? Like, yeah. you know, what did he do to, to deserve that? Like, nothing. There's no, there's yeah. no, there's no condoning that. Um, but then... Uh, the uh, the revival member, so like everybody, all the wrestlers came to came to to Bret Hart's uh, defense in that situation, and um, yeah, because I was saying like, yeah, whoop his ass, whoop his ass, exactly, exactly. <laughs> that's what everybody that the crowd the crowd was handing yeah. that, you know. So um, that was really cool, but um, yeah, the one pop that they got was uh, I think it was gosh, was it uh, uh, while uh, Dawson? I think it was Scott Dawson that had hit. Um, the guy that that did whatever you know the the perpetrator of the attack yeah. in the face, and then uh, there was a chant for him during the uh, that matchup, you know, and then they were they kind of like looked at the crowd a little bit, and kind of acknowledged what people were talking about. <laughs> so that was like the one pop they got, but for the most part, it was more they were pretty much on Ryder and Hawkins side. Um, so it was uh, when they won. The crowd was was into it. They were chanting. They were they were uh, you know applauding them. Yeah. Um, it was a feel good moment for them. I still don't like that it happened to the revival of all teams, but yeah. you know it was what it was. So um, I, yeah, and I and you know I think after the shakeup, I think it they're going to uh, reach. I think they're going to redo this tag team division, which I'm excited about. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, like I think. Um, I, well, we'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we we'll got get a, there. Yeah, we got a whole yeah, yeah. segment going on for the, for the That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you know, that match, I don't want to spend too much time on these pre-show matches, but just, yeah, just, quick just keep it moving, man. Exactly. <laughs> like, that. It, it's what happened. Uh, Zach Ryder yeah. and Hawkins are tag team champions now. So, so that's really it for the kickoff. So, now we're on the main card. So, main card, Alexa Bliss uh, started things off. Uh, Hulk Hogan came out. And, uh, you know, kind of addressed the crowd. Um, mm -hmm. It was basically Hulk Hogan's return to WrestleMania. So it was a moment for him. And Alexa Bliss and Hogan posed together. So that was fine. But then Paul Heyman kind of walked past them. Oh, was, yeah. Like stomps to the ring and basically. Man with a purpose. We'll say it again. I said man with a purpose. Exactly. Stomped with a purpose to the ring and said, look. That we are not happy. Uh, Brock Lesnar is is the last match, but if he's not going to be the last match, then we're going to get this over with right now because we got a plane to catch. We're going to Vegas, so we're starting this match off right now. And I was I was legitimately shocked by that. I did not think that yeah. they were going to start off WrestleMania with the the uh, Universal Championship match, but that's what we got. So we had the Universal Championship match happen. Seth Rollins uh, going against Brock Lesnar, who is the defend the reigning and defending undisputed uh, Universal Champion, and um, yeah, this matchup was fast and furious. It basically didn't even get in the ring until later on. So yeah. Brock, you know, attacked Seth Rollins immediately, um, gave him an F five on the outside, and um, just continued to just beat down Seth Rollins up yeah. until uh, later on in the matchup. They got him in the ring. The 
Brock is yelling at the referee, ring the bell, ring the bell, start the match. <laughs> you, know? Um, you know, so that, but even with all that happening, in my head, I'm thinking, oh, Seth is winning this match. Like, this yeah. is totally happening. Yeah. Given that he they, they are starting with this matchup and that, you know, Heyman said what he said immediately yeah. when he came out. I'm like, yeah. oh, Seth Everything pointed, like, to Seth winning, man. Everything was aligned. Like, the stars aligned. Yeah. Everything was pitch perfect. Like, oh, this is happening. Yes, yes. Like, I, I there was no part of me that thought that Brock Lesnar was going to win once that happened. So, um, and sure enough, you know, they rang the bell. Brock tried to get the F5, and then Seth kind of uh, maneuvered his way out of that. Um, and then I think did, he pushed him into the – he pushed Brock into the the ref, right? And the ref was kind of knocked down for a second. Yeah, yeah, and then he gave him a low blow he right He gave him a low that. blow. Yep. Yeah. He gave him the low blow, the underhanded move, which we talked about in our yeah. previous show where yeah. I was thinking, yeah, heel Seth might make a return, and he yep. gave him a low blow, and the fans would kind of eat that up because they just want that belt off yeah. of Brock. Bro, so we, we almost called that pitch prep because I said yeah. two curb stumps. He actually did three. Three curb stumps. <laughs> yes, yes. So we, we were right on with that one. Yeah, um, we were, man. And, and in the end, yep, Seth Rollins ended up winning the championship. He's the universal champion. Um, so overall, man, what were your thoughts of this opening uh, opening matchup? Oh, this is great, man. This was uh, surprising. This uh, caught me off guard. I expected to be AJ Styles first because usually that's what he does if he's not, you know, having a belt. Uh, he usually just kicks off the match. And but now, nah, man, we got the first unit. We got the first match as a universal title, so that was cool. You know, something different. And and, and it everything was aligned, pitch perfect. I'm glad that Seth Rollins is finally the universal champion. Finally got that belt off, so we finally have a weekly champion. We can see we can see that. Universal Championship every week on Monday. Now I'm excited for the future. Uh, this match was was quick and to the point. I love everything about it because this is, this is right up Brock's alley. Like, yeah, I'm going to whoop your ass outside before even this match gets started because he didn't even wait for him to even – I think he didn't even make it to the ring yet. He stepped outside and just, you know, started whooping him. And then, you know, it was showing how he messed up his back. Seth Rollins' back was all bleeding, busted up open. So he was really selling that now. And then, man, I love the curb stamps, man. He's just going to about three corners of the ring, just curb stamp at one, two. And I'm like, I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, hit him again, hit him again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Up to the TV, I'm yelling at that. I'm like, yeah, hit him again. Three, you got the three. It was, you got the uh, three count. It was just perfect, man. So, yeah, I was happy. So definitely excited about having a new champ. That yeah, is not Brock. Exactly. That shows up every week. That actually yeah. going to be there. Oh, man, yeah. it's going to be great. And Seth it is more... Uh, than ready to to be the face, you yeah, know, and I hope yeah. he has a good run with it too, man. And, and I hope they use, I hope they use something with the with this WrestleMania because he's right now he's undefeated at WrestleMania. Yeah, so, yeah, they brought well. Yeah. actually, he's not. He's not because he lost to uh, Randy Orton. Randy, oh, he did. He did. Yeah. He did. Yeah, I remember that with that awesome yeah. RKO. Okay, yeah. you're right. But then that you're same right. WrestleMania is the one where he won he uh, the championship. Yeah, yeah he cashed in yeah. the money in the bank. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I think the announcer said that too, actually, that he's undefeated. But then I'm like, eh, no, nah, he actually lost. He's won at every WrestleMania he's been at. 
but he lost also in the same WrestleMania that he won. So technically, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fake, you know, it cancels each other out. You know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Got to take it with a positive. So yeah, so yeah, that's that's. I'm gonna look at it like that. Okay, so it happened. It kind of sounds like the the Bianca Belair undefeated as a mindset kind of thing. You know, it, it kind of <laughs> brings to that a little bit. Like I am undefeated. Uh, no, not, not this time. Yes. That's just, uh, you, you tapped out. Yeah, you tapped out. <laughs> this one is like eh, you took an RKO, it was, and that was one of the sickest RKOs that I've ever seen. By the way, yeah. in that Randy Orton Seth Rollins matchup. So you know, gotta gotta. There's he he's lost. He's lost, but. You know, it is what it is. So, yeah, man, Seth, Universal Champion. I'm excited. It was an awesome moment. The energy was yep. great in that matchup. It was. I thought they did it in a in a great way. Just gotta do it up front, get people excited. You know, after you know sitting through that kickoff, it's just a great way to start the energy off right for the main card of WrestleMania. So, I thought that was that was a great choice and a shocking choice. Um, all right, so the the next matchup of the night was actually the match that you thought was going to open it up was with yeah. AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. Yeah. Um, so you start this off. Tell me what you thought of this matchup. Uh, I thought this was a well-paced match for them. I felt this match was a, a story that was told that we have unfinished business. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's the story I was told. I don't know if you felt that way, but that's how it, it got me. Like, you know, even though Randy lost, and he can take that L, but I felt like he's he's still gonna still gonna come back, you know, for AJ Style. Uh real quick too, Randy Orton had put some on Instagram. So for people in nosebleeds sitting at WrestleMania, oh yeah. They had, they had a deal with like a shining orange yellowish light. So it was kind of hard to see the match. And I saw what he was talking about. And then what's crazy is he kind of brought that back when on Tuesday. So I don't know if you noticed when he did that crazy arcade oh the yeah and then he was covering that by Lee. he's like i can't see yeah I can't see. <laughs> so that's what he was talking about so the people he was like 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 what is he talking about he can't see well that's that's what he meant so wait so go back because actually i I'm, i wasn't aware of what what was going on so you're saying that there was a light that was blocking fans' views of being able yes, to see the match. Yes, it is a very distracting orange, br- bright. Just Where going was it coming from? Uh, I, it looked like it was part of one of the uh, WrestleMania uh, signs or something like that. Oh man, it, it, it was just a, a, like it was there. Like you could sit. I'm like, oh, that suck if you got to sit there. Like it is annoying yeah it's just like you gotta put sunglasses on or something dude it was it was right there you cannot just not a- ignore that wow and and kudos to randy orton pointing that out to to talking about his fans like that that's what they had to deal with and yeah, yeah that's what he, he that's what he put out on instagram wow. and it's crazy that that's what he brought back up in Tuesday too yeah hit, hit, Mustafa, hit Mustafa Ali with the RKO which uh-huh. was right away that was that. That was out of nowhere, man. He, <laughs> that was man, these RKO's out of nowhere. Just are I, I haven't seen a bad one. It's just like I love exciting. it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> to me, for the rest of his career, if he just does RKO's yeah. out of nowhere like that, I think it's yeah. Okay. I think it's and, okay. and, and, just, and let people. I'm gonna let people know too. Like they're like, oh, these RK out of nowhere because of the camera. And no, it's not. I've been to a live show when he did it out of nowhere. You literally don't see it. You don't. You literally do not see him until he actually hit it. It's it's crazy how they do it where he comes from. Yeah. But 
like yeah, from from that point of view, it's crazy, man. But anyway, man, kudos to, to Randy Orton. Just you know, now you know, putting his fans, letting his fans know that he, he cares about that, and you know how he brought that to to the limelight on Tuesday. Like it was crazy. It's like I can't see, I can't see. You know, and that was that was funny. I'm like, wow, that's yeah. what he's talking about, man. I hope I hope the WWE addresses that for next year's WrestleMania yeah. and for pay per views going forward because that does yeah. suck. Like there was, a, I did see a post on uh, social media where people were saying uh, this was, you know, they wanted their money back because uh, the uh, the sign, the big, um, the 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 Tron and the stage that they had, they had seats actually behind uh, that that were basically yeah, that in the ring. Big. Yeah, yeah, I that one too, man. So you're that, right, you're right. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah like, why Come are you on. even selling seats yeah. there? That, that, that's just being greedy now. Yeah, people can't even watch the match. They can't yeah. see the Tron. They can't see, right. so they can't even watch on right. the on the monitor in the middle yeah. of the ring because they're better off watching off their phone on the yeah. WWE network, bro. Right, but then you paid all this money to go to WrestleMania, yeah. you can't see the match either right. way. If you're looking at the ring or you're trying to look at the the video, yeah. no, that that's not right. That's not right. So they got to address that one too. So yeah. yeah, that one that sucks. And you know, like like you said, shout out to Randy for putting that one out there about the light because that that I've been to events too where there's been some kind of obstruction of the view and it does yeah. suck, you know, to have that, but never that bad. So you know, I hope they yeah. address that. I haven't had that happen to me yet, but I have been in some uncomfortable settings. Like I think Money in the Bank, man, it was just so hot and humid. I don't know. Yeah, you was there. Yep. It yep. was you yep. in there, yep. man. Like, cut the AC on, bro. Conspiracy like, theory for that one. So yeah. it kind of seemed somebody, like it happened. Right next to me, man. I think to the left of me, man, this dude was musty. I'm like, bro, oh, this is not man. This, this, man, well, better get a degree or something. <laughs> get some degree. One, one, uh, some old spice. Get some old yeah. stuff. Like, yeah. but, um, there was one, one theory on that was that Vince cut off the air at some point during that Roman Reigns Jinder Mahal match because everybody was clowning <laughs> that match. You know, like this is boring and this match and all that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I don't know I if that's true or not. But that match, man. What's that? I went to the bathroom on that match. I didn't care about yeah, that match. Yeah. We were I was there, man, and I was right along with them like just end this match, please. <laughs> end this match. Come on now. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's let, so uh, yeah, AJ Styles went over in that matchup. He yeah. won. Um, so you think this is going to be the beginning of a prolonged feud between the two of them? Yeah, okay. yeah it does. It because I felt like this 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 is like uh, an unfinished business match, like a grudge match, like you know, because these these guys for for their story for this story, it was just it, it's built well that they need more than one match. Hmm. Like they, this is going to be a rivalry because they, they have something. These two. Okay, yeah. I mean, I could see it going either way. I feel like Randy Orton is is at a point in his career right now where he's he's best used to kind of help build up some of the other guys that haven't been to where he's at yet. Um, and I think this one served its purpose where he helped put AJ Styles over even a little bit more um, as, you know, the guy, the face that, that runs the place when it comes to SmackDown. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and and – I think if they want to continue that story on, it's fine. But I actually wouldn't be mad if they decided to move on and have Randy kind of give the rub to somebody else uh, because AJ, he seems pretty well established. Like, I don't know that that eight, like from a story perspective, I, I enjoy the story that they're telling. So I'm I'm totally cool with continuing to, to experience this story. But I also think that it, it would almost serve it better if both of these guys, to a certain degree, 
help put over some of the more up and coming guys, you know, uh, like uh, Mustafa Ali or like uh, Andrade, you know, and start having feuds with yeah. those guys that don't have that that aren't that at that level yet to kind of raise uh, SmackDown uh, as a whole, you know, or if they move to Raw, because who knows what's going to happen with this with this uh, shakeup. But I, I'm kind of more excited about that for both of those guys because they're getting to a point now in their careers where they've done so much that a feud with each other, you know, is is what it is. But it's it's I want to see, you know, I I think that they could just do a lot of good helping put over some of the some of the newer guys. So that's what yeah, I want to see. I, I see that point, but w- with me, I just felt like all right. No, I, I just felt the story is just, it's not done yet. Yeah. If, if I felt it was done, like with this, you know, with the AJ and Joe, what they went through, I felt like, all right, it's, it's done. You yeah. know, but they can always get back to it if they want to. That's how good it is. Yeah. Uh, I, I just feel like, you know, we're, we're just into, we're, we're just starting to get into the, the middle of their story before we can get to the end. Yeah, I, I I can see that. I can see that. So I'm not mm-hmm. mad at it. If they keep if they continue the story going on, I, I definitely will tune in and watch. And I think they'll they'll the story that they were telling was so great that I can't say that I wouldn't want to see more of it. Yeah. Um, you know, I could see it both ways. I just feel like with the two of them where they're at with their careers, you know, maybe give give somebody else the rub. But hey, you know, if we get more, we get more. That's totally cool. Yeah. Too. Yeah. All right. So moving on to the next matchup, we had the False Count Anywhere match with Shane McMahon versus the Miz. So we kind of teased this a little bit in our uh, NXT takeover wrap up about how the Miz had been built up in this uh, in this feud a little bit, yeah. and uh, you know basically we're in, in Super Miz territory at this point going into this match against Shane McMahon. Um, how did you feel about how they went about telling the story during the matchup? Um, first of all, kudos to Greg, the announcer. Yeah, great intro. Oh my god, that actually was great. Yeah, it was, man. And and, and shout out to Shaman Man composing him. (laughs) You know, just best in the world. He closes fish real tight. Yeah, he he, he stopped. I was like, wow, that actually that was actually good. (laughs) That was impressive. He held the note, you know, world. He just kept going, and then yeah, like you said, he closed his fist and stopped him right on point. Right on point. Right. I'm like, wow. Okay, it hurts that or something. That was yeah, crazy. yeah, man. So shout out to Greg. Shout out to Shane. I legitimately McMahon. felt it. I legitimately felt <laughs> it. I'm like Shane. Nah, you can't. You can't pull his tie again. You can't like berate him anymore. Like that was legit. If you're not happy with that, then that's yeah. it. He's got yeah. no more after that. Yeah, I know, but it's crazy, man. Because now it's like when 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 I see when I hear Greg getting ready to announce. Shaming man now. If yeah. he doesn't hear that, if I feel he doesn't, I'm like, oh, he's going to get on him about that. Yeah. Which he did last Tuesday. He did. I'm like, because I called it out. Yeah. I, told, I told my daughter, we was, we was watching. I'm like, oh, he's going to get him on about that. Uh, yep. Announcing his name. I could feel it. Yep. I could feel it right away, too. Yep. 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 On SmackDown, I'm like, oh, nah, Greg. He's going to get you. He's going to get you. That yeah. wasn't it. That wasn't it. Yeah. And it's funny. I'm getting a kick out of that, man, from Hill Shaving Man. It's, you know, <laughs> it's, it's funny. But with, with the match, I, you know, I, I did say, Shane was going to go over. You did. You did. I picked and, Miz. You picked Shane. Yeah. You're right. You're right. How he went over, okay. You know, yeah. to, to, to Miz's mistake, he did a yeah. suplex off the podium, fall yeah. down, and he, and so somehow Shane lands on Miz. And, it, and when I saw it, I'm like, oh, he, he's going to win. Because I saw, I didn't even have to hear the commentators to say, like, oh, he hasn't pinned. I, I, you can see it. Yeah. He had his 
over him. And I'm like, oh, they're going to go that way for the finish. And one, two, three, he came yep. over. He got the win. I'm like, wow, okay. I mean, it was a hell of a spot. Like, that That it was worked. crazy. It that worked. The angle that they shot it at. Man, we kind of – when men's kind of like – what did he chuck at him? Was it like a spotlight or something? Something. Yeah, I don't remember so, what that was. But and, yeah. And then Shane just kind of got pushed back, and he almost missed that, that crate. And then he kind of fell down anyway on his oh, head. Well, there was a golf cart. Is that what you're talking about? Where he, where Shane jumped back and jumped over the railing and then yeah. bounced off of? It was, uh, it was like yeah. a golf cart or something Dude, that was out there. Okay, okay. Yeah. It, it was like some type of box structure, but whatever it was, he like, hit it. Yeah, yeah, he hit it. But he, 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 he he's like he almost missed it though. That would have been crazy if he would have yeah. missed that. Yeah, oh, man. yeah oh, it could have been a real scary bump, man. Yeah, like that Kurt Angle where he was tossing him through the glass, and that one he just fell right on his head. Yeah, like, that could have happened again, man. Right, so, because like, Shane was jumping backwards blind, like he had no idea like how far yeah. away he just hit it. And I'm like, what the <laughs> hell? He he was he came real close to that yeah. going the wrong way. I so like, I was like, oh wow, he almost. I'm like, oh wow, he almost missed it. Yep. I was like, he, 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 he just made it. Like, he kind of just, like, the three inches of his back touched it, and then he fell off. Yeah. I was yeah. like, wow. But <laughs> that it, it, it was an insane match. The, the, the finish, I, I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about the finish, honestly. It, it, mm. seemed, it seemed cheap, you know? Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't like, with it. Like, like, I, like you, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it was a cheap way to go out. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, the the I think the match on its own up until that point was actually pretty entertaining, you know, and it went well. But then to have it be that Shane wins on this weird technicality to where his arm ended up being on top of the Miz after that crazy superplex, it just felt like that's really that's how we're gonna end this matchup. Yeah, I just I don't know. I, I, it left me wanting, but I guess where they where they maybe got it right is it left me wanting more because if they want to yeah. continue telling the story, yeah, you know, right. like you said about unfinished business with the previous match, the AJ Styles Randy Orton, I definitely felt that about this one. So yeah, if that's what they were going for, sure. But you know, yeah. in the moment, I was like, nah, not no, not that way. But. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it does leave me wanting more because I think Shane is is every week he's coming more and more into his character. Yeah, like you, start, you start to see, you know, you know what what he like. He, he is very full of himself. Yeah, like, he think he is the best word because he is born that way, and he yeah. believes so. And I believe that he believes so because you know he the way he got Greg announcing him now. Like he he, he better be on point. Greg, you better have your stuff on point. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be paying attention too. Like it's. Yep. it's that I'm paying attention to that now. Like, I, I didn't pay attention to him announcing before, but now, like, when Shane McMahon's getting ready to come out, I'm paying attention if you're going to announce it right. If he doesn't, <laughs> oh, it's going to get on him. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's fun, though, man. I'm having fun with this story, though. It is, definitely. It's it, it's a lot of fun. I mean, with The Miz, I'm, I'm interested to see what part he's going to play because, like you said, with Shane, we see the storyline, you know, in the in the the in his perspective of it. With uh, Miz, I am curious as to how they're going to try to portray his character going forward after this loss. Yeah. Um, there's definitely going to be a rematch with this. Um, but, yeah, I, it just left, it left me wanting more, and I felt negatively towards the ending, but I do want to see where, where they go from here. All right. Yeah, so, all right, well, let's keep it moving. So the next yeah. matchup after that 
was the SmackDown Tag Team Championship Fatal 4-Way matchup between the Usos, the defending champions, against Aleister Black and Ricochet, The Bar, and Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev. So, yeah, this matchup, gosh, I mean. Second favorite match for me. Second favorite match? Okay. Yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed this. Me, but it, it was. Yeah, so and and I guess talking about the recap and the predictions, I think you picked Alistair and Ricochet yeah, to win this matchup, right? Yeah. I think you had Usos retaining. I had the Usos retaining on this yeah. one. And the Usos did retain. Um, and I, I had a lot of fun with this matchup. I thought Me that too. everybody, you know, in the matchup brought it. You know, I was happy that Shinsuke Nakamura, one of my favorite wrestlers right now, was a part of was on the main card. He found a way there. So, yeah. you know, I enjoyed seeing him in there. The, one of my favorite spots of this matchup was Cesaro and Sheamus, actually. Oh, man. Talk, where, about, talk about it, man. Yes. <laughs> so Cesaro basically is, is has uh, – gosh, which uh, – who did he have at that moment? Yeah, Ricochet. Yeah. And then he had him and he did his uh, – his, uh, oh, damn. The um, uh, – the um, what's it what's, – what's he call it? The – uh, the Cesaro spin? Swing, the swing, the, the Cesaro swing, swing. yeah. yeah. He, he did the Cesaro swing, and then you got Sheamus with the other uh, uh, Uso, I guess, and he's just banging his chest. And Sheamus just continued to go as the crowd was chanting. And in the background, you see Cesaro continue to do the swing, yeah. and he just kept going on yeah. and on. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. And, and then, Sheamus, and he got tired, and then he got a second win. He got he a second win. He's like, he got a second win. He's still going. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so much fun. And even Sheamus, just, just to even go back to his part a little bit, he was doing it, his, um, his beating the, of the chest to multiple wrestlers. Yeah. Like, it wasn't just one. Like, he yes. would get one guy, do about yep. 10. Uh, yep. Hits to the chest. Got it too. Grab the other guy, pull him, put him in position at the ropes, and then hit his chest and keep going. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just it's one of those. It's kind of hard to describe for people who didn't see it. You just have to kind of see yeah. that. Because always in the background, spinning ricochet. While basically Sheamus is just beating everybody's chest on the outside of the ring. Like he has them on the outside. He's still on the inside of the ropes, and he's just pinned. He got them arms pinned back. He's just constantly beating his beating their chest. Right, right. Oh, With the crowd counting out each yes. and every hit to the chest. And so just the environment. And you could hear the crowd, too, like getting more yeah. and more excited, like starting to applaud as yes. it just kept going on. So, yeah, man, that was that was a real fun spot for yeah. us, you guys. Um, it shows yeah. the bar being, being physical about yeah. what they do. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, man, and the Usos going over, I just felt like it was, it was a great way to kind of almost make up a little bit yeah. for what had happened last year. Yep. When they got squashed by the Bludgeon Brothers and their, uh, it was a, a triple threat tag team matchup that they had last year, and the New Day and the Usos both got basically destroyed in a matchup that I just, I don't know, I, I really wasn't a fan of. So this year to kind of have the, well, just to have the Usos go over, get that victory, be able to celebrate, have their WrestleMania moment, I thought was really cool. Uh, Alistair Black and Ricochet looked great in this matchup. Uh, just overall, they just continue as a tag team. It's amazing to me how much chemistry they seem to have for a team, yeah. team to just get together. Natural chemistry, natural yeah. chemistry, man. It, it's weird, man. Like, I, I never seen, like, anything like it uh, just to be put together but yet have this natural flow about about these two wrestlers. Like, they've been together for years. Right. You know, and, and it's weird that it feels like that, but it feels right, though. Exactly, exactly. 
And uh, yeah, man, overall, it was just it was just a great matchup. And and I, even uh, with Shinsuke and Rusev, it was real cool because at a, at a certain point, the crowd was singing Shinsuke's song. And then when yeah. Rusev tag, tagged in, they were saying the Rusev Day chant. So I, it was cool having the crowd uh, still showing that, yeah, we're still with these guys, even with the way that they had been booked. Yeah. You know, that Vin, I hope Vince is listening. I hope everybody in the, that's, that's writing is listening that sees that, hey, the, the, there's still an opportunity here with yeah. you guys to to have them be this. this. They're both over still with the fans. So continue. They are. don't forget about those guys. Please, so, please, Vince. Just, yeah. just take care of these boys, man. Take care of these boys. <laughs> Absolutely. Just, man. Rusev, come on, yeah. man. Yeah. They're too, they're too good not to, to just be forgotten about like like that. So please don't forget. Yeah. Please don't. Um, so, yeah, man, great fun matchup. And like you said, this was your second favorite match of the night. I don't know what I w- – I mean, this was definitely one of my favorites. I don't yeah. really have a ranking for yeah. for this card. But uh, overall, this was definitely one of my favorites too. It was, man. It, it had me, it had me uh, very emotionally invested in this match. It's crazy because even though I, I wanted – uh, Ricochet and Black to win out satisfied with the Usos retaining and they look strong retaining too like you know they just showed the reason why they're the best tag team yep you know in the you know in the in the division period in 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 Smackdown in Raw or and just tag team division man they just have the cohesion the way they have the chemistry they just know each other's moves man know when to tag in and out you know you don't see that with every tag team but they know how to do it the right way like you know, just kudos to them. Even, uh, man, with their, the way they do their super kicks, the way they do the Uso splash, like the, the way they do their promos now. Like, man, and, and now, even though they lost for Tuesday, bring them over to Raw, man. That's 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 what I think. And then, you know, I'll get more in depth when we go. Uh, we'll talk about that section later. But that's how I feel about the Usos, man. Like, with, with – them winning, having a WrestleMania moment, they just look like the strongest tag team for this division, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and Raw could definitely use that for sure. So yeah. I, I'm with you there with them potentially moving over to Raw. So mm-hmm. yeah, man. All right. Yeah, so that, as soon as they as soon as they come over there, man, yeah, they, they're already gonna set the bar. Yep, yep, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right, well, let's keep it going with the tag team. So on the women's side, we had the uh, women's tag team match uh, happen with the defending champions, Bailey and Sasha Banks, taking on Nia Jax and Tamina, the team of Natalia and Beth Phoenix, and the Iconics, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. Um, yeah, this matchup, so we, let's see, we yeah. went back and forth on our predictions. Yeah, we, we had <laughs> yeah, we were both wrong. So we both we both at first picked Bailey and Sasha, and yeah. then we both switched over to um, uh, Natalia and Beth Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know, reasons for that being the, the way that they, the story had been built with um, uh, Beth Phoenix returning from uh, or actually ending her retirement, and Natalia with uh, the Heart Foundation going in the Hall of Fame, and just how they've been booking them on Raw. It just we we both felt like okay, it made sense that they may go that route. And have them win the championships, but yeah, it caught me off guard to see the iconics actually be the ones to win that matchup. Um, yeah, me too. I, I, was that, I was, I was too, I was too. But you know, with this one, I actually, even though I was shocked, I actually didn't. I wasn't mad about it when it happened. I actually was like, okay, well, let let's see where where this goes. Like, I'm curious yeah. now as to how they're going to continue to to go with the iconics, and it it feels fresh. It feels yeah, like there's kind of. I admit that I didn't hate it. Yeah, it just it feels like 
a change was was kind of coming. You know, mm-hmm. that's why we were both predicting that the the belts would probably change hands. Um, just didn't see it being the Iconics, but you know, the Iconics wrestled a great match. I don't really like uh, or beforehand. I did. I, I haven't had the best things to say about the Iconics uh, in in the ring. Um, and even outside the ring, really, they they do kind of come off as this annoying tag team. But their matchup at Elimination Chamber, I thought, was pretty good. Yeah. This matchup, I thought, actually was pretty solid, too. So I do think that they've been getting a lot better in the ring. Um, and the crowd seemed to actually be with them at, at, at the finish when they when they won the match. You know, they did yeah, get an ovation. Yeah. They did get an ovation. And then even on SmackDown, you know, it seemed like people are actually buying into the Iconics. So... Kudos to to the writing team on this one for for picking the right time, I guess, for the Iconics to win the championship and yes. and be able to to lead the women's tag team division um, into this new this new uh, era era of of, uh, of of women's wrestling for for the tag teams for Bailey and Sasha. Um, I feel like it's time to turn heel. You know, I think that with with this loss, I feel like Bailey. Shockingly enough, I feel like it's it's gonna happen that she's probably going to turn heel because it, they're starting to feel stale now yeah um, they need something man to like yeah. they, like this should make them feel frustrated like like we just we just got these titles and we lost them like yeah motivate them to like man f this you know what i'm saying exactly because i was thinking like when they first won okay they're gonna have a long title reign they're gonna go to nxt yeah. and defend the titles there they're gonna go to smackdown and defend the titles there and keep winning and winning but to have this loss at wrestlemania it kind of just abruptly ended. And so I think it, it feels right that they would have that frustration and just say, you know what? Yeah, we're going to we, we we're not going to take this line down. We're going to do whatever it takes to get those titles back, even if it means, you know, maybe doing something underhanded or, you know, having to take people out that maybe the fans like just whatever it takes. So um, and yeah, it would just be fresh. Sasha is better as a heel. So I think it's time finally for her to make yes. that turn. And Bailey, I think, just in general, has gotten really stale. Like people yeah. are just not really as with her as as they were yeah. when she first came in. So she lost really... Alexa Bliss on Monday clean. So yeah, she yeah. lost clean like that. I just yeah. feel like it, it, it's time. It's time. Yeah. Bailey, Bailey needs look. to change. So yeah, like yeah, change the pace for her, man. Like go here, and I and and that can help him out. And that just probably most likely help him. Probably just the pro the. The crowd would probably dictate to have them to go like be tweeners and then probably face again, but they need heal though. Yeah, yeah, I I, th- I see a change coming. I definitely see a change coming yeah. for them. So definitely that. Um, then yeah, Natalia and Beth Phoenix. I'm curious to see where they go with them. Uh, Beth Phoenix. I'm not sure if if this was just a one time thing where she was coming back for this opportunity or if she is going to continue to try to go after those titles yeah. um, after this, but we'll see. Um, I thought she had a decent showing in the matchup. Um, you know, not a whole lot of spots really, but it, it was decent for her. Um, and then, oh, and that spot at the end with uh, doing doing her finisher from the top rope was really cool. Uh, but then the Iconics kind of stealing the victory away from yeah. from Natalia, from uh, Beth Phoenix yeah. in that moment, I thought it felt right, you know, so yeah. that was, that it was, was a, a cool smart one. heel win. Yeah, that's what I said. Yes. Like, uh, you know, since these girls are not that, you know, not they're decent in the ring, but they need some. They need to be pushed as smart heels, and that's what they're looking like right now. Iconics are looking like smart heels. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, it, it was that was a great moment uh, with that spot and with the Iconics getting that win like that. Just a 
just it, it felt right. It felt right. Um, I don't really want to say much about Naya and Tamina because I just I'm not as invested in their characters. They did OK in the matchup. I don't really there's nothing really memorable about what they did in the match for me. What did they um, do? That's the thing. Like, I can't even <laughs> think of, like, any spots or anything I'm like serious, that. Man. What do they do? I just – I well, and then here's the thing. Like, what – so taking – going away from the matchup for a second, where do you go from here with Nia and Tamina? Like, what – what do you just split them up and maybe have one of them go to SmackDown now and not have them be a tag team anymore? Yeah. I mean, what, what do you think is the, the future for yeah. Nia and Tamina? Yeah, I don't know. Like, well, well you got to build the women's tag team division, so it's not really deep. So I guess you got to keep them keep them together to to help build it. But I don't know what you do with them, man, because I really don't. I don't care about them. Yeah, and that's the issue. If you don't care about them, then that's that's a red flag. Yeah, and I feel like other probably other fans don't really care about this team, man. So you really have to do something that you you do want to care about. So maybe. You, maybe you could work with something with with Nia character because she is an annoying heel, and I yeah. hate annoying heels. Yeah, and, and sometimes that can be your way in. So maybe they can use that and build from that. But I I, I don't know what you do with Tamina, man, because she's kind of like one of the silent warrior type. Uh, yeah, women. you know what I mean. I don't know if I mean for Tamina, it just feels like I don't know. I I maybe may time to kind of move on, hang it up. You know, honestly, yeah. because yeah. I, they've tried a lot of things with Tamina, and I just yeah. don't—I've never really been invested in her character. And she comes from a great lineage, you know, super, super fly Jimmy Snooker. Like, you know, I—I I, I want it. I feel for her as a person on a human level. You know, like I don't root against anybody, you know, but as a character, I'm just not invested in her character at all. So, yeah. um, I don't know. I don't know what what you can do because you've you've teamed her up with Naya. Like that was that's a that was a great idea, um, but it really hasn't paid off. Um, so, and solo, I just don't see that working. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know where you go with, from here with her, um, with Naya, like you said, her being a annoying heel, she can get, she has real heat from a lot of the crowd. Like people actually, you know, are, uh, you know, don't like her and, um, that, that works in her favor as a heel. So maybe solo, you can build off of that and, you know, but I don't know. I just I'm not invested, so it's just hard for me to even <laughs> I don't care. come up with it. Right. <laughs> right. Day, I don't care. <laughs> just, just, it is what it is. But yeah. yeah, coming out of this, the iconics that that they really come out of this, you know, the the best, you know, of everybody in it. And you know, the pop was great. I, I'm actually yeah. a little bit interested in where where they go from here. That iconic pose is starting to uh, catch on now. Right, right. So yeah, man. Kudos, kudos to that team. They've 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 uh, they've come a long way. They've come yep. a long way for sure. Um, all right, so let's keep moving now. Wow, the next one yep, yep, on my yep. list is the gosh, maybe the match of the night. Yep, my for, match. Yep. Y- yeah. So we're talking about the WWE Championship matchup: Kofi Kingston going against the new Daniel Bryan, who's the defending champion or was the defending champion until this match happened. So now the Kofi Kingston, uh, he is our new WWE champion. He went over, yes. he beat Daniel Bryan in an amazing epic matchup. Oh, um, we yes. both we both called Kofi winning this match. I think everybody, yep. you know, paying attention was calling Kofi winning this matchup. Um, I thought overall it, it had everything. It had the emotion. It had just um, just everything that you want from a from a from a matchup. Yeah. Um, the new day being out there too, and like. Just you see the emotion on their side too, rooting Kofi on. Um, now, let me ask you this: How did you feel about 
them having Big E bring out the gift before the match? Because I kind of took that as, even though I'm, I'm, I'm predicting that Kofi's going to win, seeing that and then seeing, because you could kind of see the title yeah. being hidden off on like a little yeah. table on the side there yeah, and they had to jump over. On the nose. Yeah, yeah, I was like, so, you know, you know, like you're kind of taking, you know, a little bit of away, you know, the the suspense. So right. I think, you know what, I actually kind of ignored that. Okay, but I'm gonna be honest, but still, I, I see what you mean, though. If I, I see what you mean, how that can bother other people, like they can just take it away, like yeah. uh, kind of like, oh, he's winning now, like you right. really do all this, like. I think they should have just kept that and just Big E didn't pull it out, pull out the gift, like, hey, we got this for you. Yeah, yeah. I think it just could have been done a different way versus having everything up front and out in the open like that. It just – a little bit of me was like, hmm, well, I mean, it's almost for sure now that he's winning. They're not going to go through all this trouble and then yeah. he loses his matchup. But um, to an extent, too, I kind of just put that aside and just watched the match for what it was. And in parts of this match, I actually was kind of like, wait a minute. Like, don't tell me they're about to have Kofi Kingston lose this match. Like, it not there was never a point where I 100% was like, oh, damn, this is over. Kofi's going to lose. But when Daniel hit his uh, running knee, yes. you know, usually that's a move that when he hits it, it's a wrap. Unless you're Brock Lesnar, you know, it, it's yep. a wrap typically. And so for a split second, I'm like, ah, oh, come on, yeah. kick out, kick out. And I, it, yeah. it's, it scared me a little bit seeing Same that. People, sometimes they still get me like that. Like, I don't expect it, but like, damn it, you got me with that close finish. Right, <laughs> like, right. You know, you feel like, ooh, that was close. Yeah. Like, oh, I got scared for a minute. I got nervous. So I, I know what you mean, man. And same when Daniel put on his submission, too. I think it was the last time he put on the submission, he just did it so matter-of-fact-like. Yeah. Like he just stood up there, and he slowly, like, kind of locked it in. And I'm like, oh, this doesn't look good. Like, this, this like, like, what's going on? Like, I was, I was nervous. I'm like, Kofi, you better not talk. Like, yeah, I, I, I was saying. invested. I was, I was totally yeah. in the match at that point. I was point. talking like, to the TV too, man. Yeah. I was like, like, don't tap, Kofi. Don't exactly. tap. Exactly. I was like, you Kofi. better not tap out. You better not tap out right yeah. now. Grab that rope. Grab that rope, Kofi. Yeah. Oh my God. So they had me, man. They yeah. had me fully in. Like I was just locked in on this matchup and yeah, it did not disappoint. Yeah. So it was, it was just a great moment seeing him win. And then the added thing with his family being there too. And then his, uh, his kids coming in the ring and just, Oh my God. What, what a moment. It was, for everybody. I was just like, I was emotionally like affected by it. You know what I'm saying? Like they just, I'm, I'm not afraid to say, you know, like I, the emotions welled up for me seeing Kofi win. Just like just everything that he's been through, you know, just like, like the 11 years, like it, it's it's something like it's funny when you say the 11 years, there are point there's a in some cases, I feel like that might get overdone where you hear it and you're like, OK, we get 11 years, but not in this one. For me with Kofi Kingston, I was like, I, I felt it like they showed the video package. They yeah. showed like, yeah, two, uh, you know, 2008, 2009, like just seeing Kofi back in the day. It just took me back, and I'm like, yeah, man, he has been through it. Yeah. And just to, like, don't, like, relive that journey, seeing all those years yeah. and years of him just, like, doing, like, all the Royal Rumbles and the near eliminations and, like, how they kind of just tease us with, with uh, Kofi potentially, you know, maybe being something in those Rumbles. But then, you know, ultimately he just got tossed yeah. out. So you're thinking, this is never happening for Kofi. And then he, we're here at WrestleMania, Kofi one-on-one -on -one for the WWE Championship. And to see him pull it out, man, I was like, oh, I'm just so happy for him. Yeah. You know, and then now, now that was a Cinderella story, man. It was, 
it felt like well-deserved. That was a moment to, to, it was a moment to witness. Like you, you, you had to be there to, to, to just watch that, man. Like it was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I loved it. I loved it, man. So just great matchup. Definitely my favorite match of the night for sure. Just one of the, I mean, it, it, that's another one that I would put up there as like a match of the year candidate when it's all said and done. Just, just, it had everything. I was fully invested. The crowd was fully invested. And, uh, you know, I'm just excited to see where Kofi goes from here. Um, I don't even want to really go into like where we think he's going to go necessarily. Um, but I, I just, I'm excited. I'm excited for him. And I, he, no matter what happens from this point, you know, he won. Like he won. He had his moment. No one can ever take that away. I don't care what happens from here. Um, I, lo- I love, I love the promo that he used last week to say, like, you, like, he told Damian Brown, like, you've been here before. So you know, you know the feeling. That's why, yeah. you're that's why you, that's why you're scared. Cause, cause you know, you know I, what's coming. Yep. Yeah, exactly, man. Yep. You and know they, what happens and, next. And yep. They use that too of him yeah. holding up both belts. Of yeah. that moment was it WrestleMania thirty-three? May have been. Yeah, I'm not sure on the number. Yeah, yeah, thirty-two or thirty-three. Yeah, either way. No, no, no. It got to be thirty-two. Yeah, but anyway, when he won, but. Yeah, when they use that picture and you know for that promo package, oh man, dude, that that for, that was a great callback, you yeah. know, for Kofi to mention that and then him to prove that too, you know, yeah, man, it it happened. It, it was crazy, man. From it, it felt like a good, it was felt like good going against evil, and it's crazy. We're talking about Daniel Bryan like that in that character. <laughs> I think a year ago from now, exactly. the, the how different it is. Like the reaction at WrestleMania and for Daniel Bryan last year was just pure, like, oh my God, Daniel Bryan is back. Everyone, the entire yeah. arena chanting, you know, doing the yes chants and just being all in on Daniel Bryan to now everybody booing Daniel Bryan, yeah. everyone 100% against him and for Kofi Kingston. Kudos to Daniel Bryan in this whole thing for playing his part and being that true heel and, and helping exactly. basically yeah. set up the story it's for it's Kofi. Good, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just awesome job by both guys just yeah. playing the part and really giving us a great story and a great show. And it's funny because the story itself, the build up to it week in and week out, had its ups and downs, definitely. Yeah. I mean, some of the the like gauntlet matches and things, like it felt a little bit overdone at times, but when you see that video package and where we where the like the culmination of it, it just felt right. It just felt like like I just I just thoroughly enjoyed it. That like yeah. we were just describing how in that video package, the couple of moments they threw out there. Um it, it when I watched that, I kind of forget about any of the negatives that I negative feelings that I had at, for the buildup coming into this matchup. Yeah. And like now, you know, just watching it, you just like I get it. I get it and I see it. And it just felt like a beautiful moment. So yeah, man, I could, I could keep talking about this matchup, but it, it was just amazing job by everybody yeah. involved. Uh, just kudos to everybody, man. Yeah. It was fun. Quick sidebar: Did you see the Instagram video of? I think it was one of the guys from Crime Time and MVP watching, yeah, crying, yeah, yeah crying, sharing that moment, man. Because it was beautiful, man, and it, it's crazy because you know they were just telling how you know he's like one of the first African born. Well, he is the first African born to hold the WWE company title, man. And, you know, and how he's just, you know, just breaking down, being emotional. It was it, it was great for them to see that and great to share that, 
you know, because they know and they experience what Kofi went through to get there. Yeah, I mean, with with so there, there's a man that, that's a whole nother layer to this whole thing, which, yeah. you know, for for me, I, I've been going back and forth on like the the topic of, of race with the storyline. And um, I read a, a post um, like a back and forth that some people had had around mm. the rock and like how he fits in this whole thing. And The Rock actually chimed in on his side, too, saying that, yeah. you know, because the people people were asking, like, does he identify as black or is he more Samoan and this and that? And Rock chimed in and he said, you know what? I identify as both equally, you know, that I identify as Samoan, I identify as black, which I thought that was cool of him to come out and say and just to, to put that out there. Um, so I think that from the standpoint of race, like I don't want to take away from like it, with the rock coming out and saying that yeah. it's like, you got to respect where he's coming from. Oh yeah. And, on it. and I definitely understand that. I just want to say, I don't yeah. mean to interrupt, but I see where you're going, but I just want to say like, you know, no fault to his own. It's just WWE never, just never focus on that side. They're, on that all, side of it. They're yeah. always focused on the Samoan side. So, right. so, you know, I understand what rock is saying, but you know what I'm saying? The, but the perception is, is what WWE, what they push is, you know, they always talk about your Samoan side, man. Like we heard about your dad, but I, I know more about your granddad, man. You know, on that side, the wild Samoans, all that. You know what I'm saying? So See, I always, and, I always looked at it from like with The Rock. I kind of, I mean, I, I looked at it from the standpoint, if even without them saying that you know rock is uh is without them highlighting yeah. the, the that his father and the black him being black like without them doing that i still looked at the rock as being a black superstar just being being a okay. black man that's just how i saw it yeah and so for me you know it, it it's it's kind of tough like i don't i i want to respect again with the rock coming out and saying that mm-hmm. i want to i want to give him that and i kind of grew up seeing the rock that way personally um, and I get what you're saying about how the WWE pushed them because they would always kind of say, you know, Samoan born, Samoan this and that, and I get it. Um, I think that with not to take away from the importance of this moment, it's it's great that Kofi Kingston, you know, a person that, you know, there's no question about how he's being represented and how, you know, it's being pushed. Yeah. Like just him as a black man being able to win the WWE championship is a very emo- emotional and inspirational moment. Um, as a black man, for me, seeing that, that's part of the reason why I do feel, you know, I did feel emotional about it. It's like it's yeah. a, it, it was a great moment to say, hey, it's it's we can have this moment, too, basically. You know, yeah. so that was awesome to see it from that perspective as well. Um, so I just had to throw the rock out there because I know there was some kind of uh, it, I saw it on Instagram and I, yeah. and I wanted to address yeah. that because I do want to give the rock that respect for saying that. Yeah. Even and, though I the saw, WWE, and I saw that Instagram post, too, because I do follow yeah. the rock on Instagram. So I remember saying, you know, he does, you know, you know, see himself as equal. Yeah. So just a, a great moment overall for uh, for Kofi Kingston, you know, and just what it represents for for everybody. You know, it's just a really inspirational moment. And yeah, just to kind of end it there, like I just I'm excited to see where where we go from here, what the future holds for Kofi. Um, so, yeah, hopefully uh, more. It, it would be great if he gets a long title reign. Um, but like I said, it really doesn't matter what happens. Like the, the moment, it just feels like he's already won. Like if he loses next week on SmackDown, right? I'm still gonna feel like 
man, Kofi, he did it though. You know, they can't take that away. I don't care how how it goes from here. Like Kofi had yeah. uh, his moment. He he became WWE champion, and yeah, it's it's just great. It's great. So yeah, it's yeah. just how I feel. But like. I at least I at least want him to have a decent title run though. What? I, I that's how I feel. Like okay, he got the belt, and I feel like. This feels like more than he should be more than just a transitional champion. True. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, just let him at least get like a decent run. Maybe two months. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Uh, You know, uh, to at least to get, even if you want to carry up all the way up to SummerSlam build, I'm fine with that too, man. I mean, that would be amazing. That would be amazing if he did. I guess I'm just like on such a high from from him winning, you know, Mm -hmm. that right now it's like I, I just... I feel like nothing can take away the 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 joy that I have of that moment. Like it, I'm still in that moment of of okay. seeing Kofi yeah. with the championship. That yeah, if it, when he loses it, it's, it's gonna feel sad. But I'm gonna kind of feel like yeah, but he had the moment though. Like it happened. <laughs> you know, it's right. in the history books. It, it, it happened, and it's just amazing on its own as as him winning that belt. So, um, but I hear what you're saying though. Like now looking forward. It would be cool if he gets, you know, a decent run. It'd be great if he had multiple uh, title reigns too, and not just one title reign. I think that'd be another next step. But um, okay. yeah, right, right now, since I mean, we're just this just happened. Uh, the way I feel about it in this moment is like, I, no matter what happens, nothing will take away from the excitement that I feel about him winning that championship. All right, man. Uh, good point. Good point. I'll give you that. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let, let's keep it rolling. Uh, so the next matchup that happened on the card, I believe, was the United States Championship matchup. Oh, um, uh, yes. So yes. Samoa Joe, the defending champion, versus Rey Mysterio. Um, so full disclosure, um, we we uh, we talked about last week um, how we thought this match should go. That yeah. basically Samoa Joe should dominate this matchup and then – put Rey Mysterio to sleep and in front of his son, Dominic, basically like <laughs> rub it in and tell him, Hey, I want you to look at me, look at me, look at me. That was what you were doing. Look exactly. at me. And yes. that's exactly what I wanted to see. So, and we both picked some old Joe to win. And just we did. Match. We um, did. I feel disappointed. Okay. I feel disappointed. Okay. Because Dominic wasn't there. Uh, <laughs> I really do. We got the, we got the domination. We but did. We didn't we get did. Dominic. Yeah. So okay. I, I just feel like it okay. was missing that element. Now, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, and I'm kind of having fun with this a little bit right here. But seriously, though, I, I think that Samoa Joe's character, the way that it had been built up, it feels like something is missing from what had just happened. And if we just move on from here, it's like, well, why was Dominic even there? You know, so yeah, because yeah, he was part of the promo. So I'm yeah. Thinking, Ooh, man, Samoa Joe's going to do something to him. Yeah, multiple yeah. weeks, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he should have had some part in that matchup, but, you know, they didn't have it. I don't know if, if they just changed their minds on it or whatever. I don't know, but yeah, it was definitely just. Definitely their plans, yeah. It just seemed like it was missing something. So, you know, that, 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 it left me wanting more. It left me feeling disappointed. And I feel like that this feud is over. It's done with. That Samoa Joe is going to completely move on. From oh, Rey yeah. Mysterio, like there's oh, no, yeah, there's no rematch, there's no nothing. Yeah. So that is he what said on SmackDown, my man. Like I just shut him down. Sixty <laughs> seconds, sixty seconds, <laughs> just put him to sleep. Like now, taking the Dominic side out of it, yes, I'm glad that Samoa Joe did that. I'm glad that he just got that dominant win. It makes him really look good going forward. Yeah. 
Um, so I'm excited to see where he goes from from here. Uh, Rey Mysterio, I mean, it is what it is. I feel like Rey Mysterio, so we ta- I talked about it that I had read about him potentially being injured. I feel like that kind of supports that Yeah, news. I think that supports your, your theory. Yeah, that something yeah. happened to him mm. leading into this matchup to where he was hurt, so they kept it short. Yeah. Um, side note, his entrance attire was uh, Mysterio, the Spider-Man villain. Um, I didn't catch that until afterwards. Because I'm trying to figure out, I'm looking at it like yellow and purple. What what is the, what is he trying to pull off? Like I didn't quite get it. And then later on, I was like, like uh, I was talking to one uh, to someone at work, and he was yeah. like, "Yeah, Mysterio. Like the only thing he didn't have was the was the fishbowl head, basically. Yeah, yeah, the globe. Right. Then you would have got it, right? So yeah, Mysterio, because his name Mysterio. Mysterio, <laughs> right? Oh, okay. So now looking at it like that, I'm like, oh, okay, it's cool. That was a cool costume, but I didn't yeah. catch it right away. But that was fun. Um, yeah, but not really much to say with this champ with, with this matchup. I mean, Joe retained because nah, yeah, dominated. it was quick, straight was to it. the point. Yeah, exactly, man. He 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 looked like a straight beast, man. Just, he did. He straight just got him, choked him, choked him out real good, and and talked about it on on Tuesday. And then you know said he like you know he, he put a challenge out there too. Like I probably do y'all less. You know what I'm saying? For the next challenge. In less like, time. Wow. Yep. Yep. In less time, man. And like that's how Joe was feeling himself. And then to our to my shock, Braun comes out and immediately I get excited, bro. Like yeah. that was like a tease for me, man. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I want more. Yeah, that I want more. Man. Like it's crazy. That never hit me before. Mm-hmm. That idea of having a Samoa Joe and Braun rivalry. No, I, I, I don't never know thought of why. That. Nope. Exactly. Nope. But I see that and I'm like, shit, why not? Right. Like, exactly. Like, like that makes sense. I'm all in. If that that tease felt like, all right, man, you know, you've been there with, with your girl, with your lady. You know, you think it's about to go down. <laughs> got got a little second base. Like, oh yeah, it's going down. You know it. You know it in your all your heart of heart is going down. All right. And all of a sudden, it doesn't go down. Change of plans. Like, oh, thank you. I had enjoyed myself. I'm going to go upstairs. Ah. Like, what? Oh, now you got blue balls. Now, now, now. That's, that's what happened with me with this match. If I could describe it like that. It was like, I want more. No. Give me more. That's what it was, man. And then I love how when Braun was charging, Samoa Joe did not back. He he waved. He waved to me. He said he was just like, "Come on, man! Come on! You want some?" And then, you know, they they rumble. He's he, he choked him a little bit, and then Braun was trying to get him up, but he couldn't because he's still recovering from getting slightly choked out. And then, you know, that's when uh, Samoa Joe rolled out the ring, and I love his response, man. He kept it real. He was like, "You won this one. You won this one." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He kept it real. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He's like, you got this one, but you know Joe's coming back for more. When he said that, you should take that as a threat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't take that as like, oh, he's a you know a, a chicken shit heel. Yeah. Like, you won this one. No. Nah, he's saying you won this one for a reason because he's coming back for more. <laughs> you know what's funny is, as you're talking, I still can't get over the fact that you compared that whole situation to football. <laughs> I, I'm still in my head like, he just compared... The Joe Braun situation of blue balls, man. But that was a that was a perfect description. So, man, I, there's, that's, that's, there's nowhere else to go with this. Right, man. I, I'm perfect. like, all right, I'm going to go this picture. Right, exactly, man. There's only one way I can paint it. This is how I'm going to paint it right now, all right? Paint it vividly, too. 
Perfect. No, I, no, no argument there, man. It's perfect. It's perfect. I, I'm gonna just move on to the next match after that. You just you set the stage perfectly. That's it. Mic dropped. We're done. All, All right. right. <laughs> so next matchup was Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. So I'm excited about this one. Last week we both called Roman Reigns winning this matchup, but yeah, we did. there was a promise from our guy Devin. Yeah, who said because I I mentioned the finish and I said you prepare yourself because Roman Reigns is about to win clean. Not only is he going to win clean, he's going to win with one One, spear, one freaking one Superman punch, one spear, and you promise to go clean in on the WWE if that happens. So yeah, my friend, the floor is yours. Go ahead and talk about it. Now I did say I was going to go clean in, but. Oh, whoa, what? I have to put a but. I gave a lot, of, a lot of energy in that debate we did. Yeah. Come on. Come on. <laughs> a lot of energy. So I'm not, I'm still going to go in, but just not as before. Oh. Because, because, you know, I, I, I gave it all in that one. In that first one. In the, in the about, takeover, about Adam Cole, the Adam Cole, Johnny takeover. Gargano. Uh, yeah. Now I, I regret, going, now I regret I letting that. Now, now but, I regret going but, back at you. But, but hold on, man. Let, let's bring it back now. Okay. How you going to do my boy Drew McIntyre like that? How dare you do him like that? You can't let him kick out out of one freaking spear. One freaking spear, bro. You built this man to be the Scottish psychopath like he is Built, he is tough. Like you told, you showed me. You told a story that he is tough because he is willing to fight. Mm-hmm. So if he's a fighter, logically he should kick out out of a spear, right? Yep. Because you showed me he's a fighter. Yep. He talks mad stuff in the ring. Yep. Telling you to get up. I'm right here. Get up. With he that destroyed tag the shield. Team, with the shield, he destroyed the shield. He's telling them, reach for them. They're right there. Reach them. They're almost right there. Yep. He feeds off that. And you're telling me somebody who's just been looking so weak. Oh, man. He gave one freaking spear and a Superman punch, and he is done. No, sir. I do not accept that grounds on logic. Oh, my God. God, man, really? And you called it too, Hafiz. You yeah. called it, God damn it. Yeah, I, I've and I and I hated that that thought that that this was how they were going to go about it because, like you said, I mean, Drew McIntyre had just been built up as this monster heel, yeah. and then to have it, but you could see it coming because he just overcame cancer. It's WrestleMania. I mean, they're trying to. Yeah. Do this but feel I good he story? At least kicked out one. But yeah, the way one. the way they went about this one, I, I uh, if any other pay per view, I really thought Drew McIntyre would even go over because of how they had been building him up. But then yeah. you have yeah one spear, one Superman punch, and then he's just done. Like yeah, I just uh, it, you know with Roman. It's funny because uh, I think we were talking about this a little bit that you can kind of feel the crowd maybe not being as all in on him as when he first came back. Yes. Um, to, yes. From from cancer. So this is another step toward people turning on him again yep. is by having him go over Drew McIntyre in this way because yeah to take one spear it's like we're we're back to you know 
Roman Reigns basically being this guy who just does it just be it, it just doesn't I don't I don't get it I don't get it I don't yeah. I don't understand it and Roman just seems like I, I want I actually want Roman to have this like face run and to to be able to have this positive vibe like I really Me do too. want it for real life Me reasons too. I want him to have it yeah. but if they continue to do this with him. That's not gonna happen. They're gonna the fans are gonna turn on him again. It's just it's not against happen. not against my boy Drew like that, man. Yeah. Not against him like that, especially because logically the story does not make sense. Because in reality, well, not reality, but in kayfabe, Drew's been whooping your ass every week this whole so time. This whole yeah. week he whooped your ass. Yeah, the, the week of WrestleMania. So you're yeah. telling me you're physically in the in the condition to deliver a full strength? No, nah, I thought he was gonna. Spear. Honestly, if it wasn't WrestleMania, I thought he was gonna lose. I really did. I think yeah. the way they booked it, Roman should have lost that matchup. The way that they had been telling that story, it would have been more realistic to say, hey. You know, Roman is not 100%. I mean, he, it looked like he had a concussion one night, and then he comes out yeah. and says, yeah, I'm 100%, and then he gets beat up in the back, and he can barely get up. And then now it's just like, okay, one spear, once I, I just I, – I didn't get it. I didn't and, understand. And, and, it. It doesn't fit, and it doesn't fit within Drew's character because he's a fighter. Yeah. He's not – he's not he, – he's a monster heel. He's a, he's a heel that – he's like Samoa Joe. I'm going to keep getting up. Yeah, you know, so yeah, I don't know. I it's, it's it, it was just a waste. It, sure. it it was a waste. It didn't need to be here then if it was going to be like that. Honestly, we got seventeen matches. Scrap this one. <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> there's no way with Roman Reigns. You know, Roman Reigns is going to be at WrestleMania if he's if yeah. he's able to do it. You know, they're going to put yeah. him there. But I hear to what treat you're saying. My boy like this. Yeah, scrap it. it just treat my like, boy like that. Scrap it, bro. Yeah. I don't want to see it. Ugh. Not not against my boy. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, he, he, I hear you. He is too valuable. Drew McIntyre, the way the what he had to go through to reinvent his character, and and he has it now. Yeah, this is this is he ha, he knows his character. Yeah, and he's been, and the other thing too with this is that this is Roman's first singles match back, right? Whereas Drew McIntyre has been here the whole time and putting in work and he be, he destroyed Dean Ambrose. You know, he beat Seth Rollins on the road yeah. here, you know, and he'd been beating up uh, Roman Reigns. And then the first match that Roman Reigns has back, he just beats him so cleanly yeah. and simply. I just... Within 10 minutes, I think. Within, yeah, like... It, it wasn't even a, like a long match. It was short. Like, it felt... It, it was a disservice. No, nah, no. Nah, it you, was a disservice to Drew McIntyre, man. Yeah. Crowd. Like you like you pushed him, like you was pushing him the right way, and then you did it in front of the WrestleMania crowd or, or some of the biggest casual fans ever. And yeah. like, what's so special about him? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, and he, I, he, I, like he just all talk. Yep. And I think I think I mean that to is probably the point that, you know, since it's you know, the casual fans are probably looking at it like this is this is more about Roman than it is about Drew. So we're just going to tell this story like, you know, we yeah. want the people, the casual fans who are seeing Roman Reigns to see him win and to see him win in kind of dominant fashion, which I just, it doesn't, with the story that they were telling, it 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 goes against what they were telling. It does. Yeah. It goes against but what they were telling. So I don't, but, I don't get it. This, but this is the reason, this is, this is stupid. You know, back to the point of having so many matches. This is stupid, man, because this is this is the reason why you can't have matches brief because you have so many matches. Look at look at Takeover. I hate that we 
we compare it yeah, sometimes. Yeah. But they keep it simple. Five matches, all matches are allowed to breathe, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they can get you invested, okay? The last one got it got me invested. But at least it it got me there. Yeah. Just didn't even get me there. Yeah. Because it was 10 minutes. It was right. quick. It was stupid. It yeah. didn't make sense. Like, come on, That's man. true. If, if it's a shorter pay-per-view and then you have, like, maybe a longer story, you tell a a, a, a more, a, just a better story and let yeah. that match up breathe so that we can really yeah. take in what's happening. Yep. Maybe it's a little bit easier to take that that loss yeah. by by uh, by Drew. But yeah. in this situation, it's he beats him and he beats him so quickly and cleanly that it's like, well, what were yeah. we doing all this time? Yeah. Like, what? So everything that Drew had done, basically, it's like, I guess it really doesn't matter because yeah, at man. the end of the day, Roman Reigns can come back his first singles match back and just dominate Drew McIntyre. So but that match, but real talk, that match was a disservice to both of them, though, man. It yeah. could have, because Roman Reigns can go too. I keep it real. Like, he's not a bad wrestler. He had some damn good matches. Yeah. He can go. He did it with AJ Styles. He did it with Seth. Like, bro, he can. I thought he he did it with Braun. When him and Braun had yeah, a good him and Braun, bro. those were like, like my... yeah, man. I thought we was gonna get something to that level, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, just them fighting because you know you know Roman Reigns can go. So I thought like, man, maybe we'll get like thirteen minutes, fourteen minutes. You know, he'll Drew would kick out at least a one spear. But you know, I I know Roman Reigns is gonna go over. I, but I will accept a strong loss though, and we didn't we we didn't get that we didn't get that at all. We yeah. did, man. Yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate, man. Um, I don't know, I don't know what to say with that one. I don't know where we go from here because it just kind of with both guys, it just was not like you said. Even though it it seems blasphemous to say, hey, we're gonna just delete this match from the from the card, but I mean, you got a point. Because if you're gonna do this, does it is it even worth it to do that yeah. to these guys? Yeah. If you're, this is the kind of match you're gonna have them have, you know, exactly, and man. the crowd isn't even really caring about the match. So, so if they're they not gonna didn't. care, they why didn't. do it? I didn't care. No, no, I didn't. I didn't care. Either. Why shouldn't you care? It was ten yeah. minutes. It was. It's come on, man. Yeah. It, it 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 was the service to Roman. Now now you're trying to build him as a face. Yeah, it was like, oh, all right, let's let's give it a few more weeks and see how that goes. Now, exactly. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, yeah, let's move on from that one, man. Yep. I, I, that was a that was a tough one to to watch there. Um, and actually, it, I just remembered something. So last week's show, we were talking about Oscar and saying like, well, maybe keeping like we would have rather her keep the uh, the championship and have a match on SmackDown or have a match at WrestleMania for the championship yeah. because you know she'd earned that and. One thing I, I missed when we were talking about the women's uh, battle royal is that when I said Ember Moon would have been a great matchup for for Oscar for this WrestleMania, we thought okay she's injured so that's why they they haven't really been using Ember Moon. But she was at the women's battle royal. She was in it. She was in the women's battle royal. So she's healthy. So what the hell then, man? I ha- I I don't understand it. I don't understand. I just remembered that that Ember Moon actually, and she looked. She actually was one of the highlights of that matchup. She did a finisher uh, wow. that 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 top rope uh, stunner that she does. She did it a couple times um, to to different wrestlers, and I'm like, she she looks a hundred percent, no issues, no limp, did not miss a beat. And I'm thinking, damn, this was a 
complete yeah. missed opportunity yeah. to yeah, have Oscar yeah, and yeah. Ember Moon go after for yeah. the SmackDown Championships. It for for the main event. Okay, you know when we're getting there, we're we're not going to talk about that matchup yet. But yeah. it, it was just as you were talking about, you know, Roman and Drew and how it's kind of a disservice. For some reason, it just popped in my head like, oh my god, Ember Moon, you know, and Oscar, like that they both too. It just it, it doesn't make sense how you have two people like that. And you don't have them have a singles match against each other. It doesn't even cross your mind to say, yeah, why don't we? For both of them into yeah. the entire SmackDown women's division. Exactly, exactly. So I was I was taken taken aback by that. So anyway, I just needed to throw that in there yeah. that it it was it was shocking to see her there and to realize like, wow, they actually could have done it, but they just chose yeah. not to. Yeah, good call out right there, man. Yeah. yeah. All right, so then um, back in the order. So after the, the Roman Reigns-Drew McIntyre matchup, we had uh, Elias do his performance, which, I mean, you were really excited about seeing Elias' performance, as was I, but I think you yeah. had a little bit more excitement than I had. So yep. let me go ahead and let you run this down. So tell us what happened here. So when he opens the show, you know, uh, on the on the video, on the video screen, as he's on the, what is he, on the drums first, I believe? Yes, He's on the drums first. He's giving a little solo, and then he pops up, and I think he's on the piano next. And it's like a side-by-side video of them. It's, it's both of them, but they're treating it as they're talking to each other, and they're jamming together as a band. And then he pops up in the middle of the ring on stage on his guitar, and he's actually doing a song all together, jamming together with Elias playing on, yes. the, on the guitar, Elias playing on the piano, Elias... Uh, playing on the drums and yeah yeah and and doing great stuff (laughs) you know and and he's giving us another amazing performance a promo and then all of a sudden we get this black and white video uh cut in babe ruth and and yeah yankees yep yes and then we hear we hear the what, what is it violins now yeah and, and and I saw the thug and, and I couldn't believe what I seen, and and my daughter's like, "What?" I'm like, "Thugonomics bird life." I'm like, "Oh snap! You don't get this. Oh, this, is, this man. is my John Cena that I like. Yes, this is my John Cena that I love. Yes, not that corporate. Nope. You know, fruit pebbles, blue, <laughs> white, whatever shirt you're gonna be wearing. This is the dude that got the chain. Come on, yes. whatever jersey. Come on, backwards hat. Brass knuckles, word life, yep. Spitting, spitting bars, wearing bro. the chain. Yes, yes. Yep. And, and and then he killed the promo with the liars, just eating them up. Yeah. He said he's gonna bring back the fu. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't yes. believe what I was I could, seeing. I couldn't, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Exactly. It was shocking, man. Yeah. It took it, me it, back. It oh my like, goodness. What, what What is John do, Cena doing? He's just teasing me right now. Yeah. Are you serious? You you're, you're gonna rena- you're gonna get rid of the AA for one day and bring back the fu? Oh, oh my god. It's like the wrestling gods are hearing me for right now. <laughs> I don't know what was going on. Everything was aligned again. Yeah, but it, was a, it was a it was a great promo. Hats off to John Cena. He killed it. It was a, it was a wonderful surprise, man. Yeah, so that that's what I got to say about that. Yeah, you summed it up perfectly, man. I'm not even going to add anything to it. It was just an amazing, amazing promo, just amazing segment with John Cena, old school John Cena, Thugonomics John Cena. Yes. Yeah, I, I was I was shocked. I was shocked and, and great, just entertained in a great way. So, yeah, man, it was amazing. It was amazing. It was a moment. 
Um, yeah, I just want to move on, man. You summed it up. You said it. And I, I, <laughs> All right. It was what it was, man. Yeah. I, I was shocked it happened, and it was an amazing moment. It was short right. and sweet. It got Certain to the point. Tweet. Yeah, straight Perfect. to the point. Exactly, Perfect. man. Yeah. It definitely has shock value, man. Exactly. All right, so we'll move on from there. So yeah. then uh, the next matchup was Triple H versus Batista, the no-holds-barred match. Yeah. Um, yeah, this matchup. So Batista, Triple H, the build-up to this matchup was kind of uh, up and down, to say the least. That's probably an understatement. Um, you know, yeah, at first was. we were really excited about it. Then, you know, the give me what I want infamous uh, segment happened. And, you know, Batista with his uh, office uh, kind of mundane moment happened. And uh, it was just bad. But then they kept it simple after. Well, Triple H had his his moment with reading the letter and making yeah. fun of the give me what I want and comparing it to the Spice Girls song. And then Batista basically told him to kiss his ass after that, which was pretty cool. Like, that was the best of, of Batista's part in this whole thing. Besides the, you know, do you hear me now? Or, you know, do I have your attention now, I should say. Um so, yeah, it was just back and forth in terms of the excitement with it. But at the end of it, I think we both were were uh, kind of reinvested in the matchup. Um, the match itself, I think it was okay. You know, I wasn't overly like, wow, this is this is a they, – they did it. They rekindled that yeah. same excitement felt, I had about it, it, felt, it just felt a few minutes too long. Yeah, it, it, well – yeah, it was that, and and I almost thought you were gonna say a few years too late because I felt I felt yeah. that way about it too. That like I, I just oh, yeah. I'm not as ex- watching the match. I, I kind of was just like, okay, let's just get this done. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not. I actually wasn't really caring too much about it. But there were some there were some nice spots. One in particular that did have me cringe a little bit was when uh, Triple H had the pliers. And he said, oh, that's a really nice nose ring. And he had Batista <laughs> pinned under the chair, and he's sitting on him. He's sitting uh, on the chair. Yeah. on Batista's chest. And he yeah. grabbed the pliers, and he took it, and he, he grabbed the nose ring, and he pulled the nose ring out. I mean, that was actually a, a pretty hard tech, uh, spot to watch. It was. But it they was. did it. I kind of put my hands in front of my eyes a little bit. I was like, oh, my yeah. God, I can't look at it. I'm trying I can't to look at it about time, to do I was this. like, oh, oh, yeah. oh my goodness. Yeah. Man, so that was cool. So I did, I did enjoy that spot. Um, but, uh, yeah, overall, I don't know. I, it, it wasn't, it wasn't that great of a matchup. Shawn Michaels was doing commentary. Um, so, and he was, was, he actually kind of took me out of it a little bit. I don't know. Like, I really, I felt like Shawn, he's one of my favorite wrestlers, period. But the commentary, commentary is not, not his thing, man. No, no, it's not. It's Even not. Even when he did on NXT, I'm like, uh, you really don't really need to do this. Yeah, it's like he was overselling it, and it just mm. was kind of distracting a little bit. So I wasn't really a fan of, of yeah. him calling them. I get it. I get why you want to do it just in case because you're selling it as this is Triple H's last match, so it makes sense. Logically, it makes sense for him to yeah. be there if he loses because then they could take that bow together, you know, and he can be there to console him if it – whatever. But uh, the commentary was just not – was not great. Um, and then for the finish, you know, there were uh, Ric Flair came out because it was a sledgehammer in the ring and Batista had a hold of it. But then Ric Flair grabbed another sledgehammer and tossed that into Batista or tossed that into Triple H. And then he distracted Batista and Batista's looking at him. He's like, watch what I do to him. And yeah. then um, Triple H basically gave Batista a Superman punch sledgehammer hit, which is kind of like it, it was cool seeing Triple H show that kind of agility. I was like, oh, man. All right. That's kind of cool. But. You know, it, it, it just kind of happened, and it was over, yeah. and, yeah, that that's it. And I don't know. I think Batista truly is done. Um, he had posted on social media, like, I just had my last match. And, yeah, I saw you that. Know, it's kind of like, 
really like final. It felt final reading reading his post. So yeah. um, I, I actually think that was kind of it. Like we both kind of thought maybe this would be the beginning of another run for yeah. him, but but no, it felt I, like it was done, man. I'm like, yeah. Well, I was. Man, I said at first maybe we should get another run, but I was like, you know what? Never mind, Dave. <laughs> Hollywood, bro. You're right. You, you're better in Hollywood. Stay, stay real lame, man. You're, you know yeah. what? You're doing good over there. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I agree. 100%. Yeah. I yeah. Because I, at, at the end of the day, I didn't really care about this match because the bill was up and down. So, yeah. you know, the match felt a little bit too long. And this was at the point I was, I think I was getting kind of tired anyway because it was around 11 o'clock around that's the other problem with this being so long now yeah Yeah. is that we're getting to the tail end yeah for people that started with the kickoff i mean you for you're way in but the show itself the main card this was this is ways in hours into the card exhaustion starts to set in at this point you know especially post the uh kofi kingston matchup you exerted so much you know uh, energy there's so much emotion that you're just drained after that and then we had, you know, Roman and Drew. We had the John Cena uh, uh, matchup happen. And then we're at Triple H and Batista. It's just like, all right, well, you know, just get this over with at this yeah. point. Like, yeah. let's, let's hurry up and get some I will go event. over certain spots that I like, but you, you really summed it up pretty well. So, I, you know, I, yeah, I, I don't got to put anything else on this one, man. I'm good. Cool, cool. That's just the feeling. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I feel where you're coming from. Yeah, you can I, hear it in my voice. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so this next one had me perplexed. Um, Baron Corbin and Kurt Angle for Kurt Angle's uh, farewell match. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I was really confused by this one because yeah. Kurt Angle's farewell match against Baron Corbin, you're thinking – Kurt Angle's going to go out a hero. You know, he's going to have his last match. He's going to win and just ride off into the sunset. But no, they actually have Baron Corbin beat Kurt Angle, which just felt wrong. It just felt off to me. Yeah. But you know what? I want to say something real quick before okay. we go in. I thought this one, I was like, I was pissed. I was pissed off. Like, why? But then. The following week on Monday, I saw why. The heat he got, he he is the he 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 is gonna be your top heel. I can see it. Because he is he is keep on getting heat. He got heat for being a bad gym. He, now he's getting heat for for retiring trip yeah. uh, for Kurt Angle. Come on, man. He is they're on to something right now with, with Baron Corbin. So for him to get a and, and it shows me they're they're on to something too. So Vince McMahon basically pulled this. He 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 sees something in Baron Corbin because he just gave Kurt Angles possibly. I think this is the last. It felt like it. This is his last match, and he gave a clean win. A clean win. A clean. Win. <laughs> he had a clean win on no shenanigans, bro. None. No shenanigans. No, nothing, nothing. A clean win over Kurt Angle, and I was pissed off about it. And that's and that's the reaction that that you that we're supposed to feel. And I, I think that's what WWE got because, yeah, they're 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 getting what they're getting the response that they they that they wanted for Baron Corbin. Yeah, well. So I go back and forth on this because I yeah. think you are 100% right. 
in that he's getting he's got real heat and people are like, you know, they they legitimately do not like Baron Corbin. But I also think there's a point to where even even when you're getting heat, you still have to be somewhat charismatic or somewhat like people want to see you even though they don't like you. Yeah. You know, like a guy you that people love to hate and that's what will make people tune in. I don't know if Baron Corbin is getting the type of heat that'll make people want to like tune in and see him and like love to hate him. I think it's just hate. I think people just don't like him. Like a Daniel Bryan got real heat, but you still want to see Daniel Bryan. But that's how, but I I felt like that back in Triple H early career. Okay. They used to have that stupid music. Like techno music, I used to hate that, <laughs> and I hated that version of the game, bro. Yeah. I hated that. Remind me of Baron Corbin. Just, oh, I hated that game. Like it, just for me to think about it is bringing back feelings right now. Like seriously, when he when he first went um, at Post DX, when he went solo, yes, yes, when he mm. worked, when he went solo, that I hated that version of the game, man. Like I, I hated that character. Uh, he was a straight up. He was a heel too, annoying heel, and, and that's what he reminds me of. Of like Baron Corbin, that annoying heel that that you hate, that guy that you you just hate, not that you love to hate, that you legitimately hate. Man, I mean, oh gosh, I don't know if I can compare him to to that because as much as I feel like at that time Triple H had real heat, I don't. I just I still feel like there's a point to where. People still were more intrigued by by Triple H because like his mic work is better. You know, yeah. he just he had he carries himself in a in a in a in a more um, I don't even have the words for it, but it's just he has a his presence is more respected. Even even then when he when you like for you he was annoying, but I just I, with Baron Corbin I feel like because I made this point too that you're making right now that he's getting heat. It's yeah. it's it's real heat. Regardless yeah. of the fact that he's still wearing the the GM he, clothes he's right getting now, some nuclear it annoys heat me. For, yeah, for just retiring and for a clean win over that. Yeah, he it's it's right on. They're hundred percent. If that's the goal to get him heat, then they're they're doing it. It's working. But I just feel like like let's just look at it from a rating standpoint. Yeah. I don't know that that Baron Corbin is a guy that makes you want to tune in to to see him. You know, and and so the heat that he's getting, it's like. It might actually turn people off from wanting to to watch what he has going on. Like I can see that his segments probably will be bathroom break segments. Yeah. You know, his segments will be like, All right, I just I, let's just get this over with because I, I want to see you know somebody else on the on the on, on television right now. I don't know. I'm just not. I'm not sure if so the heat me, is enough. To, so let me to, ask you this: So you don't it. you don't see a payoff for this? For, for Baron Corbin, like you don't look at it as an investment that they're they're doing, and you don't see a payoff for for what they're doing for Baron Corbin's character. I mean, that's where I'm torn because I think he can be good, and there could be a payoff. Yeah. Right now, you're asking me that question as a yes or no question. I'm saying no right now. I don't see where because I mean, does this mean if he's the guy to beat Seth Rollins, let's say for the Universal Championship? Yeah, I just feel like. Oh man! You know what I'm saying? Like I, 
I don't know that I would accept hey, man, that. I feel like that might just actually... Just stop talking. Just stop talking. You man. know what I'm saying? Like, you, be, you be hitting some, some off-the-wall <laughs> stuff, and then you be like, oh, I'm like, damn it. Why would you put that idea you in my head now? Like and that, you just said something that just scared me. I don't right. want to see that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I might yeah. not want to see Raw the next week if he wins that title. Oh, off my Rollins. God, bro. That could happen, though. You know? So... He can finesse himself in of getting a title shot of... <laughs> Of against against Seth Rollins and win, yeah, yeah. I I don't want to see that. This this Drew McIntyre or not Drew McIntyre. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this version of Baron Corbin. No, I just no. I can't. I can't see that. I can't envision myself wanting to watch him as yeah. as champion week in and week out. Like yeah, I just don't see it. I don't see it right now. So yeah, well, it's he's getting heat, but I don't think he's getting the. I don't think he's the has the character to, you know, have that heat and have you be able to to watch him. Like, I, I don't know that it's actually doing any kind of positive uh, purpose for for him or for the WWE on a whole. I really, I'm starting to think that it's just kind of like, they need to do something overall with his character to make him more interesting. And that way it can go hand in hand with the heat that he has. Right now it's just heat. It's just People just don't like him, and that might actually make yeah. people tune off if you have him as the main guy. So um, I'm I'm the other way on it. With well, him. it depends, man. If if he it, so it just depends who he paired up with a certain character. Yeah, you know, and it, yeah. and it can work in Baron's Corbin favor. Like oh, I just really hate this guy. Hope you know if if Seth Rollins does go again, I'm like man, I hope he beats him. Right. You know. Right. It could tell a good story because of that because you really don't want to see Baron Corbin. Right, you know, be champion. Yeah, yeah, man. I don't know. We'll see. And for Kurt, I mean, I guess if this is it, you know, thank you, Kurt, for a great career. Yeah. Um, you know, it was always fun watching him. Uh, you know, he's he's definitely in in terms of just pure wrestlers, he's got to be the best. I would say it's like him and you know the Bret Hart's, um, you know, guys like that who I put at the top of just like the technicians, the ring technicians, like yeah. he. It's he's arguably the best, you know, the, to ever do it from that standpoint. I got to give Bret Hart kudos there too. I don't mm. know, I don't know where I would go between the two of them, but um, you know, he had an amazing career, and uh, did, I don't know. I, 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 part of me wants to say, you know, maybe he gets one more match and then goes out in a better way, but yeah. you know, I can't, I don't really see that. So you know, yeah. it, it feels like it's the end. So thank you, Kurt, for everything you did. Yeah, man, same here, man. And uh, and I'll give him kudos. Just you know, he he was a great technical wrestler, but he was a great entertainer too, man. Like, yeah, you know him with him. He had some great promos with him and Stone Cold. You know, Stone Cold was heel, and you know he him and them Jimmy Crack Corn. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you yeah. Know, wear that tiny cowboy hat, or him just edging Kristen. How he edging? How he got the you suck. Chance. Yep. I remember those you suck chants starting and just him covering up his ears and just he's just like, no, stop it. He's just going side to side, going to each side of the other of other uh of the crowd. It's like, no, stop saying that. You know, you yeah. suck, you know, uh, or him and Brock Lesnar used to have promos together too, man. You know, just getting in competition, like who could do the who could drink the most milk. I remember that for some reason, but <laughs> <laughs> But he was a great entertainer, man. He was. He was. Yeah. Even something as simple as like when he had the um, the loser loses their hair match and then he had his head oh, shaved. Yeah. But then for weeks he was wearing that toupee with the uh, <laughs> the wrestling uh, headgear covering it to keep yes. the toupee down. And like he just kept trying to hide the, the fact that he was bald from everybody. 
and the two pages kept looking more and more ridiculous every week. You know, to the, <laughs> <laughs> so like I just I just enjoyed that so much, and I was yes. rooting for that the, it to fall off and for guys to to take it off of his head. And it was just so much fun, and he he really uh, sold it and played into it. Uh, the milk bath, you know, uh, going off of the Stone Cold beer Stone bath. Stone Cold beer bath. We did yeah, the version. Yeah, him coming out with the milk truck and, and spraying everybody in the ring with the with the milk. It just ah, oh, just so many great moments with Kurt. So again, just thank you for everything you did for us, Kurt. Man, it was just, it was it was great watching you. And yes. uh, yeah, just best best of luck in whatever he's gonna do next. Yep, yep, man, you definitely uh, definitely made my uh, childhood exciting, man. Just watching you, you know, during those times. Yep, yep. Cool, cool. All right, so uh, we're getting down to the wire here. So uh, last two matches, the first one was Finn Balor, or I should say Demon Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley for the Intercontinental Championship. Bobby Lashley was defending his title. Um, So one funny thing about this is Bobby Lashley decided to wear contacts to kind of make himself look like a little bit of a monster, too. Yeah. Um, I felt kind of weird about that. It was like, it was was weird. He didn't, he probably shouldn't have done that because... The way the match went, he ended up getting dominated anyway. Um, so I just yeah. it's just kind of kind of you know pun intended with the dominator uh, uh, finisher that he used to have. But yeah, it it I saw it. I'm like, okay, so does this man mean they're gonna have a long match? And it's almost like you know demon versus monster or something like. What was he trying to do here? But yeah, they didn't really pay that off at all. He just he just got destroyed. Um, so and yeah, Finn Finn uh, his his entrance was great. I mean. It was. It's. It's always fun seeing the demon. He goes into it. Uh, he gets it really into it, investing in that character. Um, the overall look of the demon. It wasn't one of the better looks, actually, of the demon. To, in my opinion, um, the the like thing that he had on his chest. The the I, I don't even know what it was, but it's like this like gold paint that he had around his neck. Mm. You know, was it was okay. Um, you know, and but the overall just having the demon there is always fun. And this his mannerisms is really what I what I get you know yeah. locked into and entertained by. So regardless of how I felt about the overall look of this particular version of the demon, because I usually always love every look that he comes out with. Yeah, uh, when he's the demon, um, I, I felt like it was fun to at least see the demon. So I, I took this as a as a fun moment, but you know, from a wrestling standpoint, it was it was just. I mean, he dominated him. He just totally he did real he, quick. Bobby had no he chance did. in this matchup. So yeah, he did. He did. I felt like in this match, uh, it was great seeing the demon, but I felt like it was not needed though. Yeah, I felt like the demons. I, you know, I'm not trying to be negative, but I just felt like the the demon was unnecessary and was yeah. wasted. Well, and, we talked about it last week. Yeah, like, we did. You know, for for to not use it against Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship, but then to use it against Bobby Lashley, a guy that you had beaten in two handicap matches, yeah. basically back to back, as a regular guy, as the extraordinary man who does extraordinary things, and then to turn around and to say, "Well, I, I'm going to bring out the demon for him at WrestleMania when I'm facing him one on one," it just doesn't make any sense. Like, it mm-hmm. doesn't. It, it the the logic there is is not. It doesn't make any sense to do it that way. Um, but it was cool to see him at WrestleMania. It was the first time the demon was at WrestleMania. So on that grand stage, the grandest stage of them all, I, I get it. You know, it makes sense to at least have it happen once so we can maybe look forward to that every WrestleMania going forward. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just, it, it felt unnecessary and he just destroyed him. So, you know, it, that, that's it. Uh, I guess the more of the question is kind of like where Bobby Lashley goes from here. Um, but do it then. I guess the other question would be: Does anybody even care about Bobby yeah. Lashley anymore? It's um, crazy because you had a potential. You could have built him, and he could have did. It, I felt like they could have did a match with him and Brock Lesnar, man. 
Yeah, it, it, it was, felt it, like they. It that, was a potential to do something because they both have been in the MMA and yeah, you know, Bobby Lashley was successful in in Bellator. He his was, version, you know, he lost some fights, but he was still successful doing his thing. And yeah. you know, and they could have built him in a way like, oh man, there's a chance. Like, I want to see this now. Like, yeah. Yeah, they should have done it when uh, Roman and Bobby fought to see who was going to go after the Universal Championship yep. back then. They had Roman win. I thought actually Bobby should have won it at that time because it would have been a little bit more fresh. And Bobby was basically he had still had just it was still fresh that he had just came back. Yep. Um, so I thought that would have been an interesting matchup to have at that time. Um, and yeah, now it, it looks like we probably won't get it at all. The way I feel about it. So yeah, because hold on, didn't Bobby beat? Like, yeah, they were supposed to have a match to determine. Didn't Bobby beat, like, Roman the night before, though? Because it was like a pay Yeah, he had like, won. Clean. Right. But then, but that wasn't for to see who was going to face against. Yeah, it was just uh, a match because they didn't like right. each other or something. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, but then when they finally, I think it was a tournament or something that they did. Yeah. And it was the two of them in the finals. And I, I was scratching my head around that time because I'm thinking, well, Bobby beat Roman. Yeah, well, he should be the number one yep. contender. So why are we doing this tournament to exactly. figure out who? Because Bobby's already basically established himself as the guy that should that should be fighting Brock. He's he's already established himself as the number one contender. Don't yep. do the tournament. Just have it be Bobby versus versus Brock. But they had the plan to give it to to have Roman be the guy. So you know they they just wrote it that way. Um, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, going back to this matchup, I mean, it, it's I'm happy for Finn being the Intercontinental Champion again. I think two time Intercontinental Champion now. Um, hopefully, he has a little bit longer reign than he did last time because that seemed like an abrupt end to that that first reign that he had. Um, but you know, we'll see. I'm, I'm not. I, I'm more excited about some other things that might be happening with Finn, and we'll get into that. Okay. When we talk about the uh, the shakeup yeah. because That's I. Right. Th- there's some rumors, and I've already had kind of my ideas around what could happen. So we'll mm. get to that point. But okay. um, yeah, but but from uh, f- this matchup really didn't do much for me in terms of getting me excited about his future. But I, I do have some excitement uh, coming off of uh, the pot- potential shakeup that might be coming up. All right, fair enough. All right, yeah. All right, so we're at the main event of WrestleMania, the main main yeah. event, first time ever. That women would be the main event of WrestleMania. The man, Becky Lynch, versus the baddest woman on the planet, Ronda Rousey, yes, versus yes. the queen, Charlotte Flair, for both the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships. Um, so I love the 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 Charlotte in the helicopter uh, oh, yeah, entrance. Yeah. That was a really cool moment. Fitting that they had. For, the, for a queen. Yes, yes. I thought that was real cool. When I saw that, I was like, ooh, all right, they're building this up really nice. Um and then they had Joanne Jett play Ronda Rousey down to the ring, which mm-hmm. I thought was cool, too, for Ronda. Um, and, yeah, Becky, she just had a real cool new attire that she had, like all black with the yellow uh, down the side. Um, I, I, a little bit of a – I get a Kill Bill vibe from her from her ring gear now, just as yeah. a side note, which I do really love. So, um, you know, shout out to whoever's idea. that If that was Becky's idea or she's working with people on that, I, I really love that look for her. So um, I like that a lot. And, uh, yeah, so the matchup itself, I thought the matchup was – it had so much buildup. It had it so did. much buildup. Yeah. And I, I just – I wanted a little bit more for this matchup. Like, I feel like it didn't quite pay off on the, the buildup that it had. I think, I, think that, I think the finish was underwhelming. 
Well, I mean, the finish was botched. If we're being yeah, being yeah, real well, about well, it. yeah, that's you why. know we'll, we'll, that's we'll why. get to that. You know, yeah, yeah. but overall, the matchup itself, like like for instance, they they uh, they had a table spot. They didn't quite break the table, so that, yeah, that one thing yeah. they didn't quite hit the hit the right note with that. Um, they were. It just felt like it should have been a little bit more than what it was. I want to give them credit for putting on an entertaining match and getting us all invested leading up yeah, to the point. And the match itself I thought was, was solid overall, but the, for the, for what I felt for, I was so excited for this match. I think it's a combination of um, being worn out by how long this pay-per-view was to then the match itself, maybe not hitting the, the, the um, not hitting all the right notes. Um, they had some cool spots. Like there was a spot where Rhonda had uh Charlotte hung up on the rope. She, she, I forget, I don't know what's the name of that movie. It was almost like an arm bar that she had on her, but she was hanging off the ropes. Yeah. And then Becky uh, hit the other side of the ropes, came back and and had, hit a like a, a low drop kick on Ronda and kind of kicked her out of the of the move in that in that way. So that was pretty cool. Um, you know, little spots here and there, but for the most part, we'll get to the finish right now, where um, you know Becky basically does a a roll up pin. And instead of Rhonda kind of keeping her shoulders down, one of her shoulders actually came up and the referee just counts the three and and ends the match. And it just felt like I I just, I, I I felt so bad for them in that moment that this is, this shouldn't be how it ends with that kind of a controversy. And, and it, it, it kind of took away from what Becky had just done and what, what all of them had just accomplished having this matchup be the main event. Um, it just, it just like you said, was underwhelming um, with that type of finish. Really what this matchup needed as a finish was a submission victory by Becky Lynch. Either Ronda passes out or Ronda taps mm. out or Char- somebody needs to, to lose to the disarmer in that situation and really have Becky have a decisive win. But to have it be this kind of like, you know, botch finish, because really the way it looked is, is, her shoulder wasn't supposed to come up and the referee, instead of stopping the count and waiting for, for her to reset and Becky to, to pin her cleanly. Um, he just went ahead and just yeah, finished the matchup. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I just felt so bad for them on that, but um, I don't want it to take away from what that moment was because bigger picture, I think it's still a, an amazing moment. And I still actually was really happy for, for the, the three women involved, for what this means going forward, for having women be in the main event of WrestleManias. Um, I want to see more of this happen. I don't want this to be a one and done for the women to be the main event. I hope that they do this again for them um, with them in it because they've earned it. They deserve it. Um, and, you know, it's just unfortunate that the first one that we have kind of yeah. ended in that way. It does. It does. It is unfortunate. I thought the match would, to me, I enjoyed it because I, I guess from your perspective you was you was already feeling exhausted right so yeah with me with the point of view i, I this is my second day watching wrestlemania oh yeah so that's right i I'm, I'm already feeling you know excited so me I, I i watched it with a fresh pair of eyes so okay yeah I me i'm like at one yeah. in the morning so like trying, yeah. to, trying to watch this <laughs> and this is what i'm saying i think that's what i came in at the end of having a perspective of maybe they need to split this up because just think about it just if you would have had Saturday, a uh, two-part WrestleMania. So Saturday you end with Kofi winning. Yeah. And then Sunday you end with Becky winning, bro. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. Given that, I mean, the way you just put it with Kofi being the main event of the first night and then Becky being the main event of the second night, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody goes home happy, man. Yeah. You both nights. Wow. Yeah. You know, everybody in, in nobody's like exhausted because, yeah. you know, because you just split the shows up. You let those matches it. breathe more. Yeah. yeah. Maybe three hours a piece and, yeah. you know, in a solid five shows. I mean, a solid five matches, man. Yeah, you know, and then it truly would be a WrestleMania weekend to have two nights of WrestleMania. Yes, yes, and then maybe you move the with the Hall of Fame speech to Thursday. Yeah, and so do that earlier on. Yeah, exactly. So you can keep Takeover still on Friday. You're selling me on that, man. I, I wasn't <laughs> sure on how you know that would the logistics of it, how it worked, but I actually yeah. am getting kind of excited about you know what I'm saying? that hey, way. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, I've been man. thinking about it like that, like, like, because I'm like, all right, so what would you do with Hall of Fame? I'm like, well, put it Thursday. I yeah, put it Thursday. Why not? During the week, that's a great way to kick off like WrestleMania week. So, yeah, start so, yeah. with that. Then you yep. have Takeover on Friday. You got yep. Night One of WrestleMania on Saturday. Exactly. Night Two of WrestleMania on Sunday. Yeah. 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 That man. That'd be at that. I. I hope they listen. I hope they they you know they, right. they adopt somebody that listening. Because, Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> if if you don't if you want to have all the wrestlers on the on the card and kind of give as many people as much yeah. time as possible, then split it up. You know that's that's not a bad way to do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually I'd be down with. That. I think it makes businesses. It makes sense because now look at the roster. You have you're telling me your roster is huge because that's where yep. it requires a a brand split now. Yes. All right. Now, now. You don't need to have one long, exhausting WrestleMania. Split it up now, and you can still make more revenue. Yeah. That's so true. Wow. Yeah, yeah man, I would love that. I would love that. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, basically with, with this matchup, I'm happy for Becky. Um, I'm happy for really for the entire women's division with, with just having this moment. Um, I'm hoping for more. The finish, you know, it, it, it sucked to have the finish go down that way. Yeah. But overall, yeah. you know, it was it was a it was a good it was a. I'm happy for the moment. I'm yeah. happy for the moment. The match was fun. I enjoyed the match. I had yeah. you know the little moments when Ronda Rousey all the little chopping uh, sequence when uh, Ronda told Charlotte, "You chop like a bitch," and Charlotte was like, "I chop like a bitch." Like, yeah, you chop like a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. Okay, that's that that was nice, man. You know because. It's funny that you, you tell her Ric Flair's daughter that she chops like a bitch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Charlotte is saying, like, what? I chop like a bitch? And, and like, yeah, you chop like a bitch. I'm like, wow, okay. That that was fun. I had fun with that. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, I enjoyed it. It was just, you know, the it sucks that we got that botch ending. And it felt yeah. botch. I'm like, it, uh, it, it, it would look like it was supposed to happen like that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, man. But great moment overall. Great moment overall. Still, still positive uh, vibes from that match for sure. So, yeah, man. That was that's WrestleMania. We went through it. So overall, what would what would you rate this this show? Like, how how would you kind of kind of like sum up your overall feelings and where would you how would you rate it? Uh, based off the the title changes we got, I would give I'll, I'll give it a solid B plus, man. Mm, uh, B plus show, so it's not solid B plus because uh, it, it it was unexpected, especially with uh, Seth kicking off, but not him 
winning, but it was just unexpected for him to kick off the first show, which was great. Yeah, he got a universal title to kick off. Totally unexpected. Great way to kick off WrestleMania. We had a great fatal four-way to show just how strong the tag team division is. A great Elias promo with John Cena bringing Thunganomics back. Yeah. Come on, man. That brings back memories, man. Why not? Going down that memory lane. Great. Uh, we had a, you know, it was an entertaining triple threat women's match. Enjoyed that. Somewhat subpar, Batista and Triple H. But, uh, you know, I can't put a butt with that. It was just subpar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I retract that statement. No, but it was subpar. It was subpar. Yeah, yeah. But I, I enjoyed the the triple threat uh, women's match though. Love the Kofi. That was match of the night for me. Definitely, definitely, definitely. match of the night. Yeah. I think that's the reason why it gets a B plus because of that. You know, that yeah. was that was that was that was sing- that was just one of the greatest single moments right there a great storytelling match from beginning to end between good versus evil kudos to brian kudos to kofi and i gotta give a one minute one bit kudos again to brian like yeah this dude did a total 180 to his character yeah you're talking about one of the biggest beloved characters of starting one of the biggest chants in in the wwe history to a chant that we still use today so and he said he was going to kill the yes moment. He did, he mm-hmm. did, man. And and the way he just flipped it and he used his character and and it, it is it is crazy how they keep on saying all, all your character is is just you dialed up a notch. And that's him. He's yeah. a vegan. He he cares about the planet, and it, and it's smart. He just dialed it up a notch, <laughs> 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 and in a in a dickish way. Yep, and, yep. And it works, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he's he, he he's talking about about the planet, but he's doing it in a in a you know in a way like like this dude is a dick, man. How can you be <laughs> friends with this guy? <laughs> man, yeah, man. It, it it was uh overall for me, you know, it was an enjoyable WrestleMania. Yeah. I, I came into it thinking that you know I was gonna be just just completely worn out and not invested and just yeah. uh, upset throughout the whole thing really with just how we, we kind of were talking about it leading into it. But, you know, I actually did have a lot of fun with a lot of these matches, man. And, you know, kudos to, to everybody involved really in terms of like some of the matches we already highlighted. I mean, you didn't mention it, but AJ Styles, Randy Orton, for instance, you know, oh, yeah, like yeah. that matchup, you know, I thought, both of those guys, you know, had a great match, great buildup overall, yes. uh, just a solid matchup. Uh, I love the way they started the, the card with Seth Rollins. Like that, that really, I felt like was a smart decision and kind it of was. started started the turn for me in terms of really uh, enjoying the, the card overall more than I thought I would. Um, the main match of the night for me, Kofi Kingston, Daniel Bryan, those guys are co-MVPs for me for the whole show. Yeah. Uh, yes. Just Great overall performance by both guys. Um, you know, shout out to the women, Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair for just putting them, putting it out there for them and, and just trying to give us the best performance they could. It's unfortunate the way it ended, but I'm going to overlook the the botch uh, for the most part and just try to celebrate them for the moment that this is. And I did enjoy the match. I wish it could have ended a little bit better for them, but, you know, yeah. I, I, I don't want to lose the moment. I want to really be able to 
to see it for what it is and that this has just been a great moment for for the women and their stance and standing in, in terms of just um, main eventing WrestleMania is going forward. I really want them to be able to keep doing that. Um, yeah, man, there were, there were a lot of like surprise moments, like the Dr. Thugonomics return just yeah. made me just real happy to see that. De- um, definitely. That was a def- definitely WTF moment right there. Yeah, yeah. 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 For sure. I agree with that. I agree with that hundred percent. You know, I feel like, you know, in a vacuum, when you look at some of these moments, it, it's amazing that this doesn't like, all right, we just said the, the first ever women's main event, right? Becky yeah. Lynch, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair. We had, um, gosh, the Doctor of Thugonomics return. We had the demon Finn Balor show up. We had Seth Rollins beating Brock Lesnar. We had Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan. Just on the surface, like if I told you all that was going to happen, you know, a year ago from now in a vacuum, I think I would have been like, man, that, that might have a chance to be one of the greatest WrestleManias ever just with <laughs> with just all on paper, just yeah. not knowing the buildup and everything. And I feel like, to to your point, they just really need to do a better job of making it more concise because this really should have been just had a, even more excitement around it and just been a better card in, in itself. I think, yes. you know, it, there was there was some missed op- there was a missed opportunity uh, here with just the because, like I said, on paper. There's some great matches on this yeah. card, but I think, um, I think it's just way too many matches when you don't get enough matches time to breathe. Yeah. So I, I you know, I, I don't know what they're going to do for next year. It's probably going to be another long WrestleMania, but probably next year. I'll probably, uh, like I said, man, I'll split it up again. And split it up. Yeah. yeah. That, that was, that was a way for me to enjoy it. Cause I felt like, you know, towards the end, I'll probably just be, I probably, you know, I can watch a match, but I don't know if I could be really into it because I'm just mentally exhausted, man. So I'd rather just, you know, recharge the batteries, get some rest, and like, all right, man, let me watch, watch the, you know, the final two hours of uh, WrestleMania. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. You know, that's a good strategy to to do it if they're going to keep it this long. So yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so I, I agree with you and your score too. I'd say B plus sounds right. You know, feels yeah. right saying that. Um, it was it it overall, you know, as as down as we were, it did actually end up being, you know, pretty entertaining from, from yeah, top to bottom. And it was, you know, man. if if with the way you did it too, like you you weren't too worn out, so you could actually really enjoy each match without feeling too tired. So yeah, I give it a B plus. I give it a B plus. Yeah. You know, it was it was it was a, a good card overall. Um, all right. Well, that's gonna do it for the WrestleMania wrap, uh, roundup, just kind of recap of all the matches. Um, you know, looking forward. I mean, we're we're now post WrestleMania. Um, some shakeups are about to happen. So our next part here that we're gonna do here in a little bit, we're gonna talk about Raw, SmackDown, and the potent the shakeups coming up with uh, everything going on next week. But uh, for this portion, for the WrestleMania wrap up, um, I am Hafiz, and with me as always, Devin. We will see you guys pretty soon. All right, take care. Peace. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast.